Does this look like a sippy cup? No, it's a fucking juice box. Because I'm not a fucking child. So rude. All right, booyakasha. Let us drop the morning cable on the Zeppelin. Welcome to the Watch Your Mouth podcast. This is Ken Petrie in the Manhattan studios. Joined back in Slidell by Dan Kirk. Howdy! Critter Spears. Oh, the French. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting going, all right, I know where I have... Is this where we're going? Is it? Yes, it is. Because <laughs> I wanted to do it a little bit different just to throw you off. Like, is he? Is he gonna do it? Oh, it's like listening to a band when they do a transition. You're like, are they? Are they gonna do that song? They're like, it kind of sounds like it, but I'm not totally sure because it's a little bit different. Oh, it's a fucking song. <laughs> Eventually, it's gonna get longer and longer to where you start like running laps around the desk doing airplane arms. And you sit back down. Uh, French. The French. That that's just I still love that. It's yeah. so great. It's a beautiful uh, it's, a piece of I, I'm, history. I'm glad I was introduced to that. I feel like I'm gonna start saying it after I do one of those big morning stretches like oh, French. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's 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 better than like an O face noise. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Uh, 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 oh, French. <laughs> ah, the French. <sighs> the French. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, the French are like, stop it, please. Like, please do not. Just <laughs> fuck. S'il vous plaît. Parlez-vous, shut the fuck up. Cut that shit out. Um, so welcome. This is, uh, this is the Watch Your Mouth podcast. We'll get some housekeeping out of the way. You can hear this show. Number of ways. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Spotify. You can get in touch with us. Another myriad methods. Uh, SoundCloud comment, pretty popular. Hit us up on Facebook. We're on Instagram at, uh, oh, I'm sorry, we're on that gram. We're on Twitter at WIM Show. You can uh, contact us through email, podcastwim at gmail.com. Voicemail, 985-265-7726. Uh, snail mail. P.O. Box 5896, Slido, Louisiana, 70469. And uh, if you're really digging what you hear, uh, you can check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Watch Your Mouth Podcast. All one word. To get in at the $5 level, which we call the real deal, which will entitle you to some uh, little extra tchotchkes that normally get chopped off for the regular episode. You get the rest of that. And trust me, that's some good stuff. That's like the... The extra shake at the bottom of that metal cup. You ever go to a fucking diner, they give you the shake, and then you're like, oh, that's a pretty good shake. And then they give you the metal cup with the dregs in it, oh, and you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. A, there's like a whole other shake in here. Boom. Bonus! <laughs> or like, it's fries exactly. at the bottom of the bag. Yeah. You know, right. you're just like, oh, fuck, and there's that, more And fries. that one little onion ring that snuck in. But, uh, but if you want us to, oops, sneak a whole other extra chicken sandwich in the bag, check out the $15 level. That gets you in for our offshoot show, Hot, Loud, and Angry. Fast-paced little half hour of in-your-face, yeah. shut up, I'm talking. <laughs> that's, 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 all, that's pretty that's much all it is. shut up, I'm uh, talking. Based around whatever it is we're arguing about. So far, we've done soda, chips, cartoons, you know, whatever the fuck happens to come up. 
It was very heavily food based for a while. Yeah. It's it's been a lot of it's and so it's going to go it's back. I promise, right yeah. back to food oh, almost it's, immediately. It's going to ricochet just like it's Pow. like us with Doritos. We can't stay away for too long. You got to yeah. go back at them. Got to go after that dragon. Uh, but you get access to that at the fifteen dollar level. Patreon.com forward slash Watch Your Mouth Podcast. And of course, there are levels higher than that. Like if you have something you want to push, your own show, a book, a blog, what the hell ever, um, we'll run a spot for you. You can come on the show and talk about it. Check out the uh, the Patreon page. That'll fill you in on whatever you need to. But as far as the format of the show, what we do, what's our entire shtick? What makes this show unique? It is the heart of this show, which is what we call a swearity. All right, mate. What the fuck's a swearity? It's a combination of swearing and charity. That's what we do. We swear a lot on this show, which you will absolutely hear, which you already heard in the uh, introduction there. But we put some we put some good on that. We we uh, we turn that into we make fucking lemonade for every foul fucking utterance. We owe ten cents to our swear jar. And uh, where do the funds go? Glad you asked. Every 10 episodes, we bundle those funds up and send them off to a worthy charitable organization. This semester, to semester 17, episode 167, we are swearing on behalf of the Ehlers Danlos Society. The fuck is that? I am glad you asked. Ehlers Danlos Syndrome is a connective tissue disease. It comes in a variety of forms, 13 known forms to be exact, and uh, it is a tricky little bastard to hunt down because it's not widely known in the medical community. It's still a relatively new disease. And because there are 13 different varieties, a lot of overlapping symptoms, it's difficult to nail down. And this is where the Ehlers-Danlos Society kicks in. Uh, Research, advocacy, awareness, fantastic organization. You can check them out at ehlers-danlos.com to help us help them. That is the Ehlers-Danlos Society this semester's Charity Swear Jar recipient. As far as what we got on tap tonight, we're going to be getting into Larry's for a bit, little cocktails, little bullshit, taking a small break. Then we're heading into Dan's Arcade. Oh, yes, we do, kid. It is good times ahead. Lots of good stuff in the theater, good things for you to own, and actually a good amount of video games that we're going to discuss. Strap in, motherfuckers. (laughs) Tokens at the ready. Oh, yeah. And uh, as far as tonight's topic du jour, as promised from the very beginning of the semester, an interview with someone who actually lives with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, a friend of the show, personal friend, Adrienne Clement. She's going to be on a little bit later to shoot the shit with us, tell us a little bit more about this uh, disease we're putting our filthy dimes toward this semester. Anything interesting happen either of y'all within the past week? Mm, well, we, we survived another Mardi Gras. Technically, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really... it just happened, huh? Yeah. yeah, I didn't do a ton. Nah, um, forty-five minutes for me—that was my max. We, uh, we, we did order a bunch of new fucking cool swag for uh, Watch Your Mouth. That's right. Yes, so we ma- we got some new fucking uh, little little handouts for people. Uh, we oh. got so a lot of people have the F bomb sticker, which is a fucking great little sticker that we got. But we made two fucking more. Yep. And there, I think there's two lucky people that have one of these already. Yeah. And it it's what we call the mouthy, and it's something Dan drew real early on on onto this uh, black or this uh, fucking dry erase board, and it's never been like uh, erased. So <laughs> I just took a picture of it. And I fucking digit uh, digitized it so we can fucking make a sticker out of it. So that's 
That's the mouthy. We have that. And then we did a Larry's sticker as well. So, Which is it, pretty fucking legit. Pretty fucking cool. We're going to be at CoastCon. Well, not us specifically, but we have a, a, some Watch Your Mouth crew going out there. People that used to be on the show yeah, and John have guessed it on the show. John on the floor. Uh, on the show before. They're going out there. The to con men. The con men. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to do interviews with people and they're going to give out a lot of that cool shit that we just bought for them. Mm-hmm. So that's fucking exciting. Um, I would go, but I just am broke. <laughs> I am so fucking broke. I got a lot of home renovations in the works, Ken, and that's been I haven't done any of them. Don't get me wrong. It's just it's just as much <laughs> it's just as much stress to think about what you have to do looking at what each thing is going to cost. Yes. And then realizing that every life decision you ever made was fucking terrible. Yeah. You yeah. know, cuz yeah. all of that sinks right in. You're like, "Oh fuck, if I didn't do this, so many times I could have paid for that garage door." Dude. Oh, my God. Oh, God. If I stop drinking beer, oh, my God, I can fund whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I, think I, heard, I think I heard that in a, in a home improvement ad. Like, Lowe's, you fucked it all up. <laughs> so and by home renovations, I mean, are you actually plotting shit out or are you just getting shit faced and putting holes in the wall with a sledgehammer? No, I don't. I, I'm not going to do any of it because here's the thing. I, it's not stuff I can't do. But it's one of those things, if I do it, I can be very okay with subpar work, you know? Because it's if it's the first time I'm doing something, I don't, you know, there's always this learning curve. So I don't I don't right. want I don't want my first thing that eh, it's good enough. Yeah. Eh, you know? <laughs> I'd rather just instead of me paying for a bunch of shit, doing it myself, fucking it up, then doing it again, that's double the price, and then I have to hire someone to come out and fix it anyway. Right. right. So it's one of yeah, those yeah. I, I'd rather just buy once. Cry once. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'd, I'd rather not dick with it. And I've heard of contractors that specifically charge you extra if they find out that you attempted to do it yourself. Like, it's, if I have to fix your fuck-up work, that's even more. Yeah, because then, like, what'd you even do, man? How'd you even... Right, and now I have to reverse engineer this, this fucking rat's nest. How are you alive right from now? Zero. Your house should have burned down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then on top of that, I'm on the verge of having to get a new car. Not that my car's completely cashed out, but it, it's now 21. It deserves All a right. little. It deserves a you know a drink. I'm gonna pour some moonshine and it's in its gas tank. Golf clap. Oh yeah. It's just getting old, and it's starting to have a lot more problems. And it's one of those. If it runs out of gas, it's technically totaled. <laughs> you know. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, the blue book value is not going to give me shit on it. It's only worth something to me, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Because no, it still that. it still runs and it runs relatively well, but you know, it's not going to be something. Hey, let's take a road trip across country. Like, eh, I mean, it might make it. It might, but eh, one you, way. You you want really want to test that theory? I, I don't know if you fucking want to. Do you? <laughs> Do you? So on top of that, see, buying the car is not a problem. If you guys can fucking uh, like understand what this is like, I'm sure both of you can. It's not well, Ken. Not now that he's car free, maybe not. Um, it's not necessarily buying the fucking car is the problem. It's the insurance on top of it. Because you're like, oh, I fuck. can afford this car. I'm like, yeah. hey, guess what? Insurance pops his head around the corner. Guess what? It's actually three times that. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, fuck. bitch. Yeah. Gotcha. That's um, that. That is one of the main reasons why I'm the freak that I am. In that I moved to New York and my per month costs actually went down. I mean, granted, my uh, living square footage has also taken a pretty sharp plummet from where I was. But yeah, no, 
no car insurance, no gassing up every week, you know, none of that. That's all, you know, back in my pocket. Bottom line, I know what you're saying. The fucking, the, the insurance definitely puts a lot of sting on, like, oh, I think I can make these car payments. <laughs> no, you can't. Yeah, that's exactly. Because you think about it, and you're like, oh, I could definitely do that. And you're like, the dealer guy's, yeah, yeah, you, totally, totally, it's going to be fine. And then your car insurance is like, I'm exactly the same price as your note, maybe a little bit more. And you're like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. God damn it. Fuck. You fucking prick. You fucking brick. Fucking flow just comes around the corner with a clipboard. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Well, <laughs> not on my watch. What, what have we got here? Me and Jake from State Farm going to spit roast you. <laughs> Get some. Yeah, so, uh, you know, like I said, it hasn't been necessarily good or bad. It's just like, uh, it's like stressful that I'm going to do future shit and spend money that is going to be a lot of money. It's no longer these yeah, like nickel that. and dime bills. You know, they're like these big fuck you bills. Yeah, yeah. Adulting. Fuck my life. What about you, Ken? You got any big news going coming our way? The, the day after we recorded our last episode, I went and had my second epidural. Ooh. Which clearly I'm getting old when that's big news. I had the doc give me the old juice box in the spine treatment. Boop. <laughs> yeah. Old Capri Sun it. Boop. All right. There, there we go. And uh, I got to say, so far, knock on wood, um, the results have been even better than the first. Whoa, um, that's awesome, man. Like, that's I have really a, good. Yeah, my, my range of stretching has gotten a lot better. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm still very mindful of posture and shit like that. But, um, no, it's, it's vastly improved. Also, as of tonight, this is my last night as an x-ray tech. Starting Monday, I jump over into MRI. What? Switch. Dude. I mean, I'm at the same place, you know, yeah, it's the same but facility, but awesome. um, yeah, I mean, riding the magnet, Ugh. it's a little nerve wracking. Nah, but, um, you good, bro. You got that. That's another lily pad step on my dream job of doing this podcast full time. Okay. I was going to say, what, what's past MRI? Like doctor? I mean, what? Nothing. You... Exactly. Like, yeah, right. Fucking pricing up med school. Oh, can you imagine going to med school as an adult? Just like kids in there, just like able to like stay up all night and study. You're like, what? Well, no, Ken could do that. Never mind. I know, right? I don't know who I'm talking to. Fucking Ken's up all the fucking time. I'll just ask one of those youngins, like, do you know where I could find some cocaine? Got some cocaine. Cocaine. Just need some cocaine. Cocaine. Give me some cocaine. I got ghosts in my blood, you know what I mean? <laughs> I gotta get rid of them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> my veins are haunted. I was thinking if I were to do that, I would probably take that, you know, the lazy fuck taking the most efficient route to, you know what I mean? I'd find that lazy man shortcut. Of course, is there a lazy man shortcut to just cramming a shit ton of information in your head? Probably not. Yeah, it's called cocaine. Sleep hypnosis. <laughs> you know, they do that sleep learning shit. And like, oh, let's test it out, see if it works. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Did you do the sleep hypnosis thing? Well, I fell asleep watching Scrubs on Netflix. Does yeah. that count? Yeah, it does. Totally. <laughs> Dude, totally. So that has to make me think it doesn't work because I wake up sometimes and the TV's still on. And I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> and if, you, yeah. if you're ever on Hulu, Hulu does not stop playing. Like Netflix, at least, and you know, like I know it's annoying. People complain about the Netflix thing about the, like, are you still watching? And you're like, oh, yeah, obviously. But when you fall asleep to something, Netflix will like play one or two shows and like, hey, 
You still watching it? Yeah. I don't want to go too far ahead. Yeah. Hulu's like, right. hey, guess what? You're you're finished the entire season. Well, that means on Hulu, you've never been asleep enough because they do it as well. What doesn't do it and then starts fucking with your, your streaming device is Tubi. Have you ever used Tubi yet? No, man. Dude, Tubi. The Tubi. fuck is Tubi? <laughs> Tubi is Hit a me with this fly-by-night fucking streaming service. <laughs> Tubi is one that also has lots of different like movies and stuff like that that you normally can't get a hold of, but it's got commercials in there. But the thing about Tubi as a streaming service, it's like, yeah, we have commercials, but it's free for you to watch. Go for it. So you start watching it, and then you forget, maybe fall asleep and stuff like that. While you wake up and you're like, oh, my TV's off because I put it on sleep. Everything's good. Yeah, no problem. Meanwhile, Tubi throughout that whole time is using your streaming device and continuing to play random shit with commercials all the way until you open up your streaming device and go, well, let me check this out. Wait, why the fuck am I watching Will and Grace? Wait, why am I fucking watching, you know, something like uh, off of Animal Planet or something like that? You know, it's this random shit that you haven't watched or have no care to watch, but it's just gone through this whole, oh, you watched uh, Golden Girls. Okay, now it's going to Grandma's Boy. Now it's going to... I don't, know, I don't think that's a transition they make. I don't think that's... Don't, like, this one's got old people. This one's got old people. Perfect uh, transition. I'm, I'm just letting <laughs> you know, like, it just keeps playing. I'm going to thread that in. And actually, it actually goes off your genres. So whatever you're watching, like, let's say you went, you were watching The Golden Child. Anything around the 80s plus action like that just goes. What's up with you and the golden references right now? Golden know. grandmas and stuff. That's the <laughs> golden child. Next up, golden girls. Next up, golden eye. Next up, Beverly Hillbillies. You know, black gold. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> the man with a golden arm. <laughs> Next up, Death Becomes Her, starring Goldie Hawn. Damn it. And then played with uh, Austin Powers, uh, Golden Member. Gold uh, Member? Yeah. Gold Member. Gold Member. Mm-hmm. Now, see, okay, so w- when it comes to streaming services, the thing that pisses me off to no fucking end about streaming services, they'll push something like, oh, we have commercials. I'm like, well, then get the right the fuck out of here. Not today, Satan. <laughs> I remember the Hulu. I was having an issue with Hulu. I pay for the, the commercial free Hulu, and I kept yep. getting commercials. And it turns out it was just my player. I was playing on my on my Blu-ray player, and I guess for some reason it couldn't do an update because it just whatever. Oh, the firmware? Yeah. yeah. And so it just it immediately starts playing commercials, but they're not like old commercials. I'm like, I don't understand how not doing a firmware update makes me get commercials. It shouldn't. It, but it fucking did because I got a fire stick, and it completely fucking stopped. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I haven't had a commercial since. And I'm like, all right, because I was about to just fucking call and complain and like, like I don't know what's going to do. It's going to do absolutely fucking nothing. They're going to be like, I'm sorry, I don't know what to do. Maybe get a fire stick. <laughs> don't be a dipshit critter. So, uh, so, and then I found out my brother. <laughs> Fucking Shorzy works at Hulu. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That'd be hilarious if he did customer service. My brother tells me that he has Hulu. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And he's like, yeah, but I got the, the ones with the commercial. I'm like, why the fuck would you do that to yourself? It's like just a few bucks more. Yeah. It's a few bucks more. Don't be cheap. Don't be out of ass. all things to cheap out on, uh, getting a streaming service with commercials is not the way to do it. You know, fucking, uh, fucking, the, just don't yeah. buy beer one fucking day. That's all you got to do, right? Dan. You right? can knock out one case of beer a week, and you're like, all right, that pays for the Hulu with that, yeah. with with without commercials. Just chill the fuck out. Just pay the pay the piper. God damn it! Just don't get the commercials. It's not hard. 
fucking do it. Man. Three bucks. That's that's our new slang term for a Hulu. It's like this is our this is our burger. It comes with a pepper jack, side of fries, and uh, you know for a Hulu, we'll make it a double, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> throw in some more fries and a bigger drink. It's a new spaghetti western for a few Hulu, Hulu more. <laughs> <laughs> Fistful of Hulus. You know, honestly, it's just been work, work, more work. Uh, but I have jumped back into the foray of video games. Uh, lately, I've been, I know. I've been <laughs> slacking, man. I really have been slacking. Um, I haven't played much on my PC, although I need to jump back onto it and uh, really get into this like plethora of games that I have on Steam that I really haven't delved into, but I'm still buying games, dipshit. Um, right now, uh, I've actually started playing again with um, my brother and a couple friends, um, uh, Division 2. Uh, now, which is sad because we're all playing on PlayStation 4. I own it on PC. So I bought it again, because I'm an idiot, uh, on PlayStation 4, super cheap because they're about to send out a new expansion for the game or DLC. Um, so that's something that I've been getting into is uh, uh, trying to jump into the fun of gaming again, because that's something I really enjoy doing, but I haven't done a lot of lately. So division two, that's what I'm getting into on the PlayStation four a little bit, you know, you know, kind of thing, stuff like that. Adulting. Uh, I've started a new regiment where I'm trying to adult more, uh, on my house, fix it Fridays. Uh, I'm working on stuff around the house and fixing it. Like tomorrow is going to be a fix it Friday. Uh, and, uh, take on little projects, shit like that. Taking care of the garden, all that lame ass shit that on the gram. Yeah. Yeah. I, I should. I should. Although I think it's dorky as fuck. Like if people didn't like dorky shit, they wouldn't subscribe to us in the first place. So yeah. just, you know, let yeah. her rip. <laughs> right. Fucking right. So, but uh, yeah, no, no, no. Work, trying to play more video games, and adult a little bit on the side. That's about me. Now, that being said, I am about uh, halfway through Quake 1. I fucking love you, bud. <laughs> no, you know what? Quake is, God, it has such a good spot in my heart as being one of the, one of the greatest FPSs that has ever come from id software in the fact that i also purchased it when i was um on a pentium one fucking pentium oh with 128 megabytes of ram oh with a one gigabyte hard drive oh oh space for days motherfucker and uh i got quake for 99 cents and it was a 64 dollar game yeah it was awesome what i find the the funniest part so far is you know you have those those undead sons of bitches. Oh, yeah. That yeah. keep resurrecting unless you blow them up. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Like, when you finally fucking, like, launch a grenade at them and they blow to fucking pieces, <laughs> you hear this little noise, but it just sounds like they're nope. saying, nope. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nope. Yep. Oh, man. And did you know that the musical score, oh, this is some dork shit, was done by uh, Trent Reznor with Nine Inch Nails for that? Oh, yeah. Hence, yeah. hence why I keep picking up boxes of Nine Inch Nails as ammo yep. for... Yeah, and it's not even a soundtrack. It's just fucking unnerving noise. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's definitely dark and disturbing. So, I think Carter fell asleep. No, I'm listening. <laughs> I mean, what do you guys expect? You're talking about fucking video I games. I know, I know, man. Yeah, exactly. That's it. That's it. So, how about you say we get a fucking drink? All right, let's get a drink.
Ah, speaking of bumpers, so relaxing, so refreshing. Oh, so good. Such a good thing. <clears throat> uh, so I've been on the chartreuse kick, guys, since I bought that bottle. Ooh. Yeah, it was uh, it was a little expensive, but uh, you know when you're only going through an ounce at a time, it's gonna last a while, you right, know. Right. Even though, oh, yeah, you'll even though when out. you spend fifty dollars on a fucking bottle, every ounce you're like, oh god, I'm almost. It's like glass is half empty when it's past the neck. You're like, oh my god, I gotta save this shit. What have I done? <laughs> it's coming so fast. I'm a monster. It's coming so fast. Oh man! So if 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 Chris Wallace came over and goes, yeah, I'll just take a glass of Chartreuse. Like, no, the fuck you won't. <laughs> Who the fuck are you, man? You, you definitely can't have a glass of fucking Chartreuse. You just you look at him straight in the face and just say, get the fuck out. Best I can do is a glass of lime juice and pencil shavings. That's Dick. it, baby. <laughs> um, but this one calls for uh, Chartreuse. Okay. Um, they call for green, but uh, let me. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna use yellow because that's what I got. We won't tell on. But if you if you get a chartreuse, uh, that was one of the things. I, I, there's only two, but w what's the difference between the green and the yellow? So apparently the green is like more robust in flavor, and it's like the more traditional version of it. Okay. Uh, yellow is kind of like uh, it's a little sweeter and a little bit like milder in flavor. Uh. So like, and it's also a little less expensive. So that was one of the one of the things. I'm like, all right, bigger bang for my buck. <laughs> Honestly, they're 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 so close to price anyway. But I wanted to get something that I didn't want to spend fifty bucks on something that I was definitely going to be like, oh fuck that. Yeah. Because I, I bought Herb Saint before, right? And it's very licoricey, and I fucking hate licorice. But so many things call for absinthe, and I'm not fucking buying a fifty sixty dollar bottle of fucking licorice water. Oh. You know, I'm not fucking doing it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Herb Saint's fine for that because it was much, 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 much cheaper, and it it will last me fucking forever. So, you know, if you if depends on whichever chartreuse you want, get whatever the fuck you want. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, again, just like whiskeys, <laughs> like gins. You know, there's there's probably a difference between that if if you get real liquor connoisseurs uh, between a London dry gin and then an American gin. Right. And then you know you get the more herbal gins and stuff. So you're just just like all right, look. Yeah, I'm fucking. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Fuck off. Go fuck yourself. If it's in the gin okay, section, yeah. guess what? It's fucking gin. Yeah. They don't have a. Fucking berry juice. All right, fuck it. Yeah, exactly. So this is the uh, Bijou or Bijou. How, how, how do we do it? How do we do it? Say it again? Oh, God damn it. Bijou. Bijou. It's French for gem, I believe. Yes. Uh, or jewel. How's, how's it spelled? B-I-J-O-U. Bijou. 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 That's it. Bijou. You sound like a Frenchman reenacting a scene from Star Wars. Well, it is French. Because this Skywalker, he was pinned against the wall, and the stormtroopers, they were like, Bijou, Bijou, Bijou. Bijou, Bijou, Bijou. Bijou. Bijou, laser, bang, bang. It chopped off his arm and said, I am your papa. He said, no. And then he jumped. <laughs> God damn it. It's impossible. <laughs> impossible. So th this is a very, very, very simple drink. It's actually only three fucking ingredients, which is amazing, considering that uh, it's one of them is very expensive. So it's uh, one and three quarter ounce gin, three quarter ounce vermouth, and then three quarter ounce chartreuse. Let's see what kind of vermouth they don't actually fucking say. I, I would go with sweet vermouth. If if I had to pick a vermouth, I, I prefer that one over the dry. Right. Um, and then it, it calls for an orange twist. If you want to put an orange twist in there, you you do that little, 
just like, and you can do the little rim around the glass if you want to, but the little twisting of it, it's kind of cool. It reminds me of like an old uh, soft drink commercial where they really zoom in really hot, like close to an orange. and they Oh, do, and you see the fizz and... Well, no, yeah. you, like even when they say it's an orange soda or lemon, it's like a lemon thing, they do the twist of the skin and you can yeah. see the skin like just shoot it out worked. the fucking yeah. Yeah. like uh, uh, citrus zits. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, like the uh, the intro to fucking Dexter. You know, you're watching yeah. him slice, and it's like just like firecrackers. You know what? Speaking of Dexter, speaking of fucking Dexter, I watched the show You. All right, on Netflix. Okay, right, right. It's a big, it's a big to do right now. Um, a no, lot. No, I hear, I hear. A lot of people are watching it. And it, uh, look, I'm not gonna lie. It's a, it's a pretty cool show, and uh, it's, it's gonna make dating for any single guy between you know mid 20s to 40s just have a rough fucking time <laughs> a rough wow, fucking time really basically it's about this guy who seems all around kind of normal to a girl but he is heavily stalking her and fucking with her life oh but yes, not I've in a way that they don't in a way they don't really know yeah. for the long 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 time it's, so it's, it's like, like creeping as fuck yeah, right? yeah, yeah, exactly. And then it's just fucking just, like, borderline. And, like, he's like, oh, she's such a great person. And, like, no offense to the to the, to the the woman playing the character, but the character was kind of a scumbaggy character. So oh, wow. he was, like, obsessed with this girl and, like, oh, she's so perfect. She's so wonderful, this and that. And then when you watch the show, you're like, she's kind of a dick, man. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> she's a mean person. Like, what? Why don't you just like someone else that's... Like can reciprocate your weirdness or something because you are a you're a fucking nutbag and this chick's kind of a dick. She's not gonna be into your shit, man. So yeah, I mean, see this. I would recommend the show, but it's very Dextery because it's you know oh. this psychopath kind of guy right. who is fucking just talking to the audience the whole time, mm. the whole fucking time. All that dialogue inside, ah. you know. And it's very much like that same kind of weird fucking my dark passenger, like Dexter would say. And he's like, oh, I'm yours. You're my favorite. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, God, shut the fuck up. Please make it stop. Even Dexter sometimes, every time he was like, my dark passenger, no one can accept me. I'm like, you literally were married twice. I was like, you know how hard it was for me dating? And you're just fucking going around just getting beautiful women like this. Like, it's no fucking problem. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck no. yourself. And he has tons of friends. He's like, oh, I can't connect with anybody. He loves his fucking sister and his dad. And they're like, they're like talking about how like, oh, he has his family and this support system. Like, you don't, you're not, a, you're not the psychopath you think you are, bud. You're not the psychopath you fucking think you are. My hang up with Dexter, who the fuck opens a packet of ham like that? What do you mean? Like the intro sequence when he's going, he's making the fucking breakfast. Like, you, just, you see him just, like, hacking away at the plastic on the hams. Like, bitch, you're going to have plastic bits in your ham. It's vacuum sealed, and he takes the knife and just goes right across the plastic, and it just, like, goes like a everywhere. couple of times. Yeah. You're like, what the fuck it's is like, with yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, And then it's like, it's like, dude, just, just one cut around the seal of the side of the plastic will open it up so you can get the ham That'll up. That'll do it. You don't have to just rake this knife across and just like serrated, serrated, <laughs> and then you Fucking throw it in the pan. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So exactly, you, you guys see what I'm saying. So that's the bajou. <laughs> <laughs> the bijou. It'll stalk your liver. 
ever since they got chartreuse, it's like a pretty like solid little little drink. To yeah. be honest with you, yeah. it's a very pencil shaving. I can I can see where you're saying pencil shavings, like for a brief a brief moment. You know, it's like bam. Yeah, exactly. It's not lingering, but you're like, is it pencil shavings? And it kind of goes away. You're like, nah, I'm just nuts. <laughs> oh man, I'm I had a stroke for a second. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah I, I out of all the kind of alcohols that i've bought over the over the years um uh it's it's the orange liqueurs that i go through the most okay. you know like uh control grand marnier triple sec if you really want to cheap out uh, right which yeah, there's nothing yeah, wrong with cheaping out if you want to go triple sec don't waste your yeah. fucking money on grand marnier or control right right blue curacao if you want fun colors yeah fucking get both man so uh break yeah, yeah take a little break ski let's do it all right, then. A little break, and um, when we come back at Dan's Arcade... Better get them fucking tokens ready, boy. Do it! And then it's interview time. Stick around, we're going to be right back with you. This portion of the show is brought to you by Manila, the ice cream engineered by men for anybody that likes ice cream, which is fucking everybody. Madagascar vanilla that we had to fight lemurs for. A thick layer of graham cracker sawdust and a ribbon of bourbon caramel makes this the most manly dessert in existence. It's like if beef jerky had a three-way with Lee Marvin and a diesel engine in the back of an Apache helicopter doing a flyover of a rugby match. Manila. Eat it with a wrench. Are you troubled by a lack of common interest in your social sphere? Do you experience feelings of nostalgic sentiment in your day-to-day -day life? Do your family or coworkers not understand your quotes, quips, or references? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up the phone and download the nerdiest professionals in the galaxy. Somewhat Nerdy Radio. Our nerdy and informative hosts are available 24 hours a day on your favorite podcast app to fill all your super nerdy needs. Good, Good journey, journey, nerds. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio, Future Flicks with Billiam, and Nerds of the Squared Circle on iTunes, SoundCloud, your favorite podcast app, or stream us at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi, I'm Billiam. On my show, I go over every movie that's coming out during the week so you don't miss a thing. I have a pick of the week so you will know which movie you just have to see, and I also go over news and trailers that caught my eye. So check out Future Flicks with Billiam each week on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and any podcast listening app. I'll see you in the future. And now, a clip from our Patreon-exclusive debate show, Hot, Loud, and Angry. I mean, I'm personally a fan. Ken, Ken, how do you feel about the Flintstones? What else other kind of fantasy land can you live in where you've got smart-ass appliances? <laughs> I would much rather have a fucking mini Triceratops underneath the sink just eating the scraps going, It's a living! Rather than some <laughs> fucked-up, poorly-designed, futuristic thing that'll just rip your dick off from... <laughs> The Jetsons. Like, the Jetsons was like a fucking animated precursor to Black Mirror. <laughs> For more information, go to patreon.com forward slash watchyourmouthpodcast and sign up at the $15 or higher level. Thank you. All right, and we are back. Dan, 
Say you got some good shit lined up. Let's hear it. Movies. Technology. Gaming. It's Dan's Arcade. That's right, kids. Welcome again to Dan's Arcade. Uh, films that you can check out that I have caught my radar is something I would like to check out in the theater. Uh, this one stars Vin Diesel uh, in a comic book adaptation to film, uh, and it is the film Bloodshot. Um, this is a comic book from Valiant Comics, yes, I believe. Yeah, it is and, Valiant. Uh, and uh, honestly, I've heard of Bloodshot. I've kind of seen uh, probably a couple comic books here and there, but really not got into it. This is not something that... But then I saw this trailer, and I'm like, ooh, well, this is fucking interesting. So, so these these offbeat fucking comics that get made into a movies, they can either be great or they can either be fucking right. terrible. Yes, they you can. have another spirit on your hand. Yeah, no, you know? no, no. It, it can be, it can fucking hit the mark, and then everybody loves it, and it's a cult classic, or it just it blows up, or it's just gonna be like, meh. What was that? Nah, I'm not gonna watch that. Eh, something like that. Um, I'm I'm a Vin Diesel fan. Sure, I, I enjoy that uh, a, a good bit of his uh, his films. Uh, honestly. One that I should have watched long ago, and you know, you guys are gonna make fun of me is the Fast and Furious series. You've um, never fucking seen it? None of it. None of it? <laughs> Billiam would be fucking destroyed to hear that. Billiam, you hear I, that? I, Dan hasn't seen a single fucking Fast and Furious movie. I, They're all wonderful. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I honestly, I'm, I'm gonna take the heat on this, and they only get better as they get more ridiculous. They're I, just like, what the fuck? This makes no fucking sense. I love it. I right. love it. Right. And that's the thing. It's like, I, I, this is one of those shows that, um, I, I, or series of m films that Vin Diesel is a part of that I need to watch. Sure. And I have yet to. So, um, but I bet yeah, you've seen yeah. Pacifier. Damn it. I have seen Pacifier. <laughs> that's the Wait, the neighbors it. were ninjas next door and stuff no, like that? No, he's a spy. Yeah. That babysits I know, the kids. But the, the, the neighbors were like, weren't they like ninjas? I don't remember. Because like, I'm trying to remember the movie. And he had like the white t-shirt and the baby holder and the yeah. bottles. Yeah. Fuck. Yes, I have seen that. Vin Diesel <laughs> in a white t-shirt does not exactly narrow it down. I know, I know. <laughs> Go fuck yourself, Ken. This is the one where he's, this <laughs> he's, one where he's bald. He talks so low. He's, he's wearing a white shirt and he's saying, family. <laughs> family. Yeah. No, no, no. You're you're right. I've seen the pacifier, and I have yet to see any of the Fast and Furious series. <laughs> oh. uh, speaking of Billiam, I mean, hey, check out his show, Future Flicks with Billiam, through the Somewhat Nerdy Network on somewhatnerdy.com. But Billiam, I am going to need to, if you remember the list of movies, you challenged me to, to see these. Thanks to Rachel, I've been knocking a shit ton of classic movies out. Um, so if you could, if you still have that list handy, if you can go ahead and fire it over. I mean, obviously I lost the challenge fucking years ago, so I'm, I'm going to owe a good bit years, of money to years ago, years ago. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, this is more like a uh, post game curiosity. So if you could send that over, if you still have it, uh, much appreciate. But yeah, Dan, Bloodshot looks cool uh, about a guy that fucking can't really die. Like he yeah. gets blown to shit. The trailer or the shit that the red band trailer makes it look gory as shit, but like Dude, I mean like the the fact that he like in in the red band trailer takes a like someone's like here, shotgun, twelve gauge, bah, face, bah, face goes off, 
from that. And then all of a sudden, right back to it. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This just got real. So, yeah, it was kind of cool looking. Um, I think it's going to be, uh, I think it'll be entertaining. That's what I'm saying. Because it's not going the PG-13 route. That's no. where you get, you can really lose somebody on a kind of un, uh, more underground comic book movie mm-hmm. is by going too light with it. I, of course, Mask did very well in that genre, that kind of way, but Spirit did not. So you're kind of better off sticking with a, a hard R for that sort of thing. And, and the thing is, is like, I, I'm, I'm concerned. Um, you know, and I think the way that they're working it is they're really using the CG to their advantage to to keep that rating down, though. Um, is it is it not R? I think it's R. It's PG thirteen. Is it? Yeah. No, that can't be right. That's got to be a mistake. I hope it's wrong, honestly, because like I I'm I'm I, from what I've seen in the trailers and stuff. How can like you that? show that much blood and gore and then it be PG thirteen? All right, well, fuck it, whatever. Mean, like maybe that was all of it. I I think it's they're they're cheating with lighting. You know what I'm saying? Like the way oh, they're samurai jacking it. Yes, yes, they are fully <laughs> cheating with <laughs> dude <laughs> phrasing. No, <laughs> yeah, is that a thing we're not doing anymore? Phrasing. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's like look. At, I, I don't know how I saw this trailer and it's a PG-13 rating. This might be an IMDb fuck up. Okay, it does happen. Bloodshot. If I were like, I hear the fucking title i'm like this is gonna be rated r i've seen the trailer it's fucking gruesome it's brutal it's intense and then i'm looking at this and it's pg-13 i'm like what the fuck are you serious i don't know man this is this is a serious stretch for me but um this looks like a lot of fun i'm a vin diesel fan even though i haven't seen fast and furious don't judge me monkey so uh but anyway i'm gonna give it three and a half fucks to see in the theater and that's reserved because I haven't actually read any of these comics. Sure. So sure, yeah. I know how you are about things <laughs> that you're not super familiar with. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. Uh, so anyway, let's uh, move on to another film that is a sequel to a movie that I got to watch, which I was really surprised at and enjoyed the shit out of. And it is A Quiet Place Part Two. It is now in the theaters for you to enjoy. Um, this film caught me off guard completely. The first one? Yeah, the first one. The first one really just didn't think I like one of my friends, uh, Chris, uh, Chris F actually recommended it for me to watch. And I was like, well, you know, uh, I'll check it out. I'll see what it's about. Started watching it. And I was like, wow, this is really good. This is awesome. And I, I got a few problems with it, but yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, like first of all, they should have put Vin Diesel in it and called it "Too Quiet, Too Place." <laughs> <laughs> but that's just that's just me. Oh, um, but uh, the whole movie is just he says "Bramley" and they all get devoured, and then that's it. <laughs> God damn it! So, so Ken, you've seen the first Quiet Place, right? I know, I know uh, the quiet. premise. No, okay. I haven't. Um, yeah. Well, no, shut it, shut the it, fuck up or get eaten. It's a it's a pretty decent movie, but when you watch it, you're kind of like, why why would you do that? Yeah. And then another part, you're like, there's no way a woman could have a baby that quietly. Fuck yourself. Uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like that was just like monsters wiping out people that make noise. Totally on board. Totally, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Woman giving birth quietly with no fucking help. She does it on her own. F- fuck yourself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. 
He's no, like, that lady would be like, ah, oh, God, you got to be fucking kidding me. You got to be kidding me. This is bullshit. Nope. This is bullshit. No, I can't. Not even. Those are the two things I can't do. Like, yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, I can't. I just, I just can't. Yeah. No, I, I, when I, when I watched this film, uh, I, I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was good. It was, um, it was like, it was a good movie. Um, plus Emily Blunt. Yeah. I mean, she's just fucking wonderful. Yes. John um, come on. Yeah, he's okay. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't. I mean, like, I could take him or leave him. I don't give a shit about him, to be oh, honest with you. Okay. Like, I know, I know, he's like women love him as Jim, and like, come on, people, that show was fucking f- ten years ago. Ah, Jim, I, I didn't watch The Office. Honestly. I well, I watched it like when it happened, and then like people like it has this resurgence within the last year or so. They're like, oh, The Office, it's the greatest show ever. I'm like, eh, I mean, there's like lots of other really, really, really good shows, but you should be watching that you're not, and you well, just keep rewatching The Office, but. Sitcom wise, man, maybe there's not because, like, if you ever watch TV now, there ain't shit really on mm. like network television that I give a, sh- a fuck about. But, um, uh, like Emily Blunt, I-, I just always really enjoy. I think that this is going to be a good movie, and Krasinski mm-hmm. apparently has some writing, directing chops, whatever. Yeah. Um, I don't hate the guy. It's just that, you know, he's just whatever he's done, he's typecasted himself as Jim. So, oh, uh, okay. You know, okay. Gotcha. Uh, and I mean, do you enjoy the uh, Jack Ryan series on? Don't episode? watch it. Really? Yeah, didn't care to, because oh. he's Jim. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I, I recommend you watch Jack Ryan. Uh, and, and what's weird is that I don't think of Steve Carell as Michael Scott. Okay. His TV career and his acting career, movie career, kind of took off around the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I kind of watched all the shit before, like Forty Year Old Virgin and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, so Daily Show. Stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. The Dana Carvey show. There's I never watched the Dana Carvey show. Yeah. If you wanted to check out uh check out Too Funny to Fail, I think it is on Hulu documentary. I'm familiar was... with how many brilliant minds are behind it. And it's oh, same yeah. thing with uh, Ben Stiller's show. Yeah, yeah. How many quiet fucks? Uh, quiet fucks. And I'm going off of just watching the first one. I'm gonna give it three and a half fucks for you to see in the theater. Cause I'll be honest, I kind of said it. Well, it's, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna spoil anything. I'm gonna say if you haven't seen the first one, go see the first one before you see this. Okay. Thank yeah. you, because that makes perfect sense always. You know what? <laughs> you say that, but most people don't do that. They'll be like, "I need to go to the theater to go see a movie just because I can," and they'll go see part two before part one. Okay? See, but see, part this all this whole second movie seems just unnecessary. The first one had such a good wrap up, and it was fine. This one just seems like. Why? It seems like more of a Critter? money grab a little bit. Critter, I agree with you. Okay? I really do agree with you about that because A Quiet Place, I felt, was a, a nice tight-knit bow, but I really enjoyed this universe, this oh, A Quiet Place was by far better than fucking Bird Box. Bird Box can go shit in a fucking Bird Box. Thank you! God that damn it! no fucking sense <laughs> at all. This at least makes sense because they don't even tackle a whole lot. They're like, hey, there are monsters... Mo- visible monsters. Yeah, they're there. <laughs> they, they will destroy they you. They hold a space <laughs> in this area. And, and we, we're not wishy-washy on what their powers actually are because uh, and, and Bird Box are like, oh yeah, by the way, they could do this now. You're like, Bird what? Box could have been solved. Just cocaine. Get the ghosts out of your blood, okay? <laughs> that's all they needed is cocaine. And you know what? They were in a cocaine shortage, and that's why they got infected. I, I, like, the whole problem for me was just in the very beginning of Bird Box, and as the story drove on, if you opened your eyes for a fucking second, you're possessed. 
But then, like, in the beginning, people, some people are getting, where they, like, they, ah, God, you know, I'm not going into it. Fuck, fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. <laughs> fuck it, it's stupid ass. I hate it. All right, so that will conclude what's out in the theaters for you to check out right now. Let's uh, move on to what is coming out for you to own. Another uh, addition to the Jumanji series, and that's with Dwayne Johnson, Jack Black, Kevin Hart, and Karen Gillian. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. Uh-oh. It really bothered me the way you said Dwayne Johnson and not Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm just saying it's fucking weird because it's Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I know. I know. <laughs> I, I, I kind of felt like you were going to get mad at me about that. Dwayne but, the Rock fucking Johnson. All right. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Better. Better. Warmer. <laughs> His new Jumanji flick that's now out for you to own. Jumanji The Next Level is available for you to own in 4K Ultra HD and Blu-ray digital. Blah, 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 did, blah. did you see it? Uh, I have not yet. Oh, okay. To see I it. really liked the first one. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. And right. if... This take of it of Danny DeVito being the rock. And Danny Glover? Danny Glover. I mean, come on. <laughs> but the funniest thing is Danny DeVito yes. has the fucking rock. And I'd love to see how the rock acts like Danny DeVito. Yes. That's going to be so much fun. <laughs> this is okay. Oh, so man. there are certain movies that fall into a category that uh, uh, I regret not seeing in theaters. Yes. And it's mostly because they come out and I forget about it. And I don't get to go to the movies as much as I want. I went and also saw, life gets in the fucking way. Yeah, bro. I went and saw Birds of Prey, um, and that was actually like an okay movie. It wasn't good, you know what I mean? Okay, but it was. Uh, it was it, worth your time and money. I had a, I had fun. Okay. I was it was it it was not trying to be anything super serious. It was Harley Quinn being Harley Quinn, mm-hmm. like to the max. Right, and they really went a real goofy level with it. So like. I actually did enjoy it more than I thought I would. Okay. And I felt like I had to see it because it was a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have a thing where I want to see comic book movies in theater. Yeah. And I was on the verge of missing it. And I was just like, yeah, fuck it. Let me go see it. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So. Cool, man. That's awesome. Um, I'm glad to hear that you got to see that. Uh, that was something that, like, just life got in the way. Didn't get to see it myself. It's still out. You could go try. But, I mean, really? this is. But, yeah, this is what uh, Jumanji, the next level is one of those movies that I'm pissed I didn't mm-hmm. go see. Just like uh, fucking Zombieland 2, yeah. Double Tap. Yeah. I mean, like that bugged me. I didn't see it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, uh, this one I would be really excited to, to rent. Yeah, no, no, this is something to, to watch. I, I think it's going to be fun. I mean, let's put it this way. Uh, the first movie came out. It was not an instant hit, but I think a lot of people enjoyed the shit out of this. Well, it maybe wasn't an instant hit because so many people are like, why even make a fucking another Jumanji at all? Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, and then you're like, oh, it's so different, but so, but not like disregarding everything the first one did. It yeah. was like, it had a real cool nod to the old one and then it carried it on and made it. And like, all right. That, that part of my nerd rage was fulfilled, you know, like, <laughs> That quelled it, so let's move on. And like, oh yeah, this was fun. This it's was like good. that Rick and Morty meme. You're like, son of a bitch, I'm in. Yeah, you know. Okay, all right, yeah. So uh, Jumanji: The Next Level is out for you to own. Uh, am I saying you need to own it? No, I'm not saying you need to own it. I need. I'm saying you need to see it at least once. Uh, so if you wanted to red box it, something like that, or catch it on streaming, you know, worth checking out. I think I'm gonna give it three fucks for you to watch. Maybe not own. Now, next next little film series that we're talking about here that's now available on Blu-ray kind of jumps into our latest uh, 
HLA episode we are uh, going to have available to our Patreon members at $15 and above. Um, on Blu-ray, now released for you to own, the golden collection of Tom and Jerry. Tom and fucking Jerry. Yes, 37 yes. remastered theatrical shorts are now available for you on Blu-ray to enjoy. Um, I, I, I just grabbed this because it worked out so well. We were talking about cartoons in HLA. Yeah. And, and this was available right now in this month of March. Dude, it's, it's fucking crazy the level of violence in that show. Dude! I wow! Mean, it was so, and it was so funny watching <laughs> watching them just get fucking wrecked. D- uh, maimed <laughs> just beyond belief but then just rolling out like i didn't just get fucking smashed i'm good i got this i'm so pissed off i don't give a fuck you know and you watch it as you're older and you think <laughs> i should redo my kitchen to look like that yes <laughs> dude what, weren't those houses so fucking nice immaculate yeah. the checkered floors the the all the vintage uh appliances So much natural light. So much natural light. See, I'm wondering because since there wasn't a lot of talking and the Tom and Jerry shit, did they have the orchestra just like like viewing the cartoon like just silently and they're just like, all right, they were gonna fucking do this to it, like like that the timing of that is just or did they do the music like it had to be the cartoon first, then the music. But either way, it's just fucking it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was yeah, the the scoring was done. Yeah, after it was, yeah, so the orchestra hits. Um, yeah, that was all, that's exactly what it was. The composer sat down and mapped it out. From can start you imagine, to ha- can you imagine having that job? I'm, I'm this very good classical music composer fucking making a score to a cat getting his fucking life wrecked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, that was probably a really sought after job. I was like, fuck your score in Tom and Jerry cartoons. Fuck yeah. Right? Fucking the dream, baby. God damn, right? dude. That's awesome. So um, I would fucking kill (laughs) to get that. I would fucking kill. In fact, he hits him with a frying pan in the face. (laughs) Hit him, hit a motherfucker with a frying pan. Stick his tail in a toaster. (laughs) Get some. So Tom and Jerry's The Golden Collection Volume One is now available for you on Blu-ray. I'm gonna give it five nostalgic fucks. Get you some Tom and Jerry's. You know what I don't like? That it's a volume one thing. I always find with cartoons, they don't follow through with like the entire collection. Right. They always do like, oh, volume. They'll be like, oh, because I have Looney Tunes Golden Collection Volume One. Yeah. And I don't remember any other fucking volumes come out. They end up doing, oh, the best of Bugs Bunny or the best of Daffy Duck. I'm like, no, give me all the fucking Looney Tunes. Give me my shit. All right. I want the whole collection, not just half of this. Give me my shit. (laughs) <laughs> it's like don't fuck with me don't try and give me only a little bit a little taster i want the whole fucking shenanigans give me give me all of it give me all of me let's move away from what's out for you to own let's jump into video games all right kids we've got an unholy union of fans that are rejoicing at getting sequels to two different games that i would never have thought have mad respect for each other um, this is uh, lemmings. Uh, no, not lemmings. Uh, I'll, although I will say lemmings is one of those type of games that I, I would think of, you know, here, Kenny. But I'm gonna jump into the Nintendo section of this Dan's Arcade, and that's gonna be Animal Crossing's New Horizons is now available for you to own. Okay, uh, Animal Crossing is a game that 
a lot of people get really pumped up about in the Nintendo community. I have played one title that was on the GameCube. Uh-huh. And all I did was learn how to fish. And I knew that I enjoyed fishing in that game. Everything else, I didn't understand the collecting and getting into the characters and everything like that. But I got a lot of friends that are really, really excited about this game coming out. Because they are Animal Crossing's fiends, okay? And this is their game. This is their title. This is what, 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 do, what are you doing it? Um, honestly, from what I re- remember, and I'm going to get yelled at, and I know this is going to go bad for me. You go to the town of Animal Crossing. You have fuck all for money. A raccoon tells you have fuck all. Basically says, "Hey man, <laughs> yeah." He's like, "He's like, I suck your raccoon dick <laughs> for a couple pieces." I what do they say? What is money there? It's got to be something weird. It's got to be comic books, like shells or something. I'm trying to remember what it is. And I hope it's shells. I suck your dick for a couple shells. <laughs> but the whole idea is, you get into the, the town of Animal Crossing, and I'll give you an adorable little hand job. <laughs> You have your own little living space, and you have to keep doing jobs for the people of Animal yeah, Crossing. Yeah, you do. And these jobs will earn you more. I'm hoping the currency is shells, um, so that you can, you know, uh, establish yourself as a part of the community and uh, build up more. Basically, you move to a new town. You have to fucking find a job. You have to pay for shit for you to live, and then you upgrade your living style. And that is Animal Crossing. Transient hooker that fucks animals. The game. Yeah, no, I don't think that's exactly I, it. But they, Well, they had to retool it, and that's where they came up with Animal Crossing. Yeah. God. Oh, God damn because, it. <laughs> Transient hooker. It was not, was not a good game title. Just going to let you all know, this might be how, how much hate we're about to get. Because there's yes, a, a huge following. keeping hooker doesn't quite ring the... God damn it. <laughs> um, no, Bestiality but, Hobo was just didn't have the same ring. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure that game would not sell. No, no, not even. Um, but Animal Crossing has a really huge following. And like, I have tried to play this and get into it. The, the game wise, it, 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 it's charming, but it's not my game for me. Right. Uh, but then again, I will say this. I've not the, been the biggest Nintendo follower since probably the last Nintendo system I owned was a 64. Mm-hmm. And the latest that I have owned personally that I purchased is a Switch. Uh, I'm enamored with the idea of mobile gaming. Uh, and the Switch is just the perfect match for me. Uh, fun yeah. gameplay. And this. Now, will I say I'm going to go get Animal Crossing's New Horizons? Probably not. This is not my gameplay, not my style of game. But you know what? Everyone keeps telling me I should talk about it. So I'm talking about it now for you to own Switch users who are getting into this type of gameplay. I'm going to give it three fucks as far as I'm concerned. Oh, man, what can I do to get two more fucks from you? Come on, baby. (laughs) Nothing at all. (laughs) Three fucks as in fuck, fuck, fuck a duck. Screw a kangaroo. <laughs> Finger banging, Finger banging rang, 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 rang. Orgy at the zoo. God damn it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, fuck. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. I'm moving away from that. I'm done with that. So let's move into a video game that um, 
I'm super pumped about. Kenny, I think you might even be excited about this one right here. Critter's going to take a nap in a few minutes here. So, Extreme um, hippo fister. Uh, well, actually, yes. Yes, it is. Um, uh, this, uh, this, is, this, this is the most eye-gouging, ripping-off limb, blasting face-off, shoving grenades down the mouth. Uh, type of game you can get into with the fast-paced action that you know we all love and know from this little guy here, Kirby. Doom Eternal. <laughs> Kirby. <laughs> Fuck you, Kirby! You stupid bitch! <laughs> wow, Kirby! Oh, I'll punch you right in the taint. Um, so Doom Eternal. This game just gets better and better, and they are going back to their roots. Fast play, FPS. Uh, I just uh, turning things to meat. Uh, I mean, that's honestly, <laughs> uh, that's the best way to explain it. I mean, you're going into this world of demons, uh, demonic monsters and fiends that you are having to cleanse uh, as the Doom Slayer. Uh, this game just gets heavier and heavier. And oh, my God, how the fuck does he keep living? I don't know. Um, but uh, this this game looks way more intense than the original 2016 release that I thought, I was like, this is it. They're done. There's no more after this. No, they're fucking going for it. Um, Doom Eternal looks fucking awesome. Fucking awesome. They really need to be like a little bit like more lenient with their names, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like, like that's what happened with uh, what Duke Nukem Forever. Yeah, just well that and just in general when they start putting the names of Final on something that you know like uh, yeah, uh, Resident three, Evil, Vi- Resident Doom Evil Extinction, Re- Resident Evil Apocalypse, Resident Evil like uh, just like everything just meant the end of the world. End of days, yeah, you know. Like, uh, th- I swear to God, this is the final one. Doom Omega, you know, <laughs> stuff like that, you know. <laughs> It's like when you're working on a project and you, you think, I don't have to make any more edits. So yep. this is like file. Final. Yeah. Final. Yeah. yeah final X. Final XX. Yes. Fuck. Yes. Final yeah. fix Tuesday. I've been watching trailers, uh, gameplay, anything and everything I can get my hands on. Like uh, even like the dorky shit where you go back to realize what they've done with old characters from the original Doom 2, uh, Doom 3. Uh, any anything that they've added into this content, they've gone into great detail and pushing. You know, hey, we we used to have this cacodemon right here like this. Now we've got the uh, I forgot the fucking name. It's like Pain Harvester or some shit like that, which is a a cousin of the cacodemon. Of course, it's yeah, his cousin. Yeah, you know, oh whatever. You know the <laughs> the revenant, all this shit. You know these all these monsters are coming back in fucking super disgusting scary hd you know with you going in to do glory kills and hitting them with old weapons new weapons anything that you can find um this game just looks phenomenal to me all right but then again i'm a doom fanboy so fps is this is my jam so um doom eternal is now out for you to own um it's getting five bucks care if it shits the bed looks fucking awesome i cannot wait so uh i'm probably gonna get the collector's edition of this which is spending way too much fucking money as you do but yeah 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 yeah, you know fucking dork dan um the the whole thing is though with uh with that it comes with a full you know uh doom guy helmet that you can wear so i'm fucking having that shit in the studio right here okay i got my uh 
got my little buddy over there, the uh, little uh, the dude special. I'm keeping him. He, uh, and you know what? I might as well get the collector's pack for the PC uh, again, you know, because I, I This should. is why you watch streaming services with commercials, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> shut the fuck up, Critter. I love you, but you shut the fuck up. All right. Let's end Dan's arcade here. I buy you so many commercial-free streaming <laughs> services. God damn it. Well, last game out for us. This is an extension of a universe that I honestly expected nothing from. Uh, there's a new uh, entry into the Half-Life universe. I mean, um, you had to know something was going to come. I No. No. Fucking Valve. No, I did not expect anything to come uh, at all because and and this is something that is like fucking me over even worse because it's in VR. Well, what uh, weren't people wanting a Half-Life 3 like super fucking hard? I, yeah. 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 Yes. So, I mean, like the fact that they never did it, I think this is a precursor to see if like if there's still interest in the in the property and they're going to fuck this up and then this is new coke. This yeah. is what they're doing. Yeah. They're pushing out new coke and people yeah. are going to be, "Oh, let's try it." And then they all buy it and like Oh, that was terrible. And they're like, oh, oh well, let's go back to Coca-Cola Classic. Here's Half-Life 3. So I agree with that uh, That point of view. I also think it's them pushing hardware. They are trying to get you to invest in, in VR. Because Steam or, uh, yeah, Steam has invested in VR equipment. And they want you to purchase more of it. You know, where it's not an option. It's more of a, if you like this game, you got to fucking get this. Okay. You've got to jump in there. You've got to get the HTC Vive uh, VR system. You, you, there's, there's no way around it. You know, you got to get that, that, or you need to get Oculus Rift or something like that. And, and that's what you need to play on. If you want to play this yeah. game, which is Half Life, Alex is now available for you to enjoy, which pisses me off because I want to play it on my PC. I don't want to do VR. But listen to old man Dan over there yell at clouds. These motherfuckers <laughs> trying to tell me to get the VR headset. Back in my day, you could just play Steam and not have to get extra equipment. Boys and girls, you could have played with the mouse and the keyboard. You All you need is a high-end video card. <laughs> you get yourself the processor, the RAMs, and the video card, and then you play the games at the highest fucking resolution you can. VR, I think. It's it's just it's going to come in many forms, but it's not going to hit it off. It's it. W people are not going to fuck with VR until we're at straight up holodeck level. I, yeah, I agree with you, Ken. Dude, I like when it comes to VR, like all of it seems like it's kind of like it's interesting for a bit. You're right. Yeah. Until you get to holodeck and it's completely submersive. Right. It's not going to be a thing that it's going to be mainstream. Mm -hmm. You know, there, it's right. only going to be for the tech savvy people and the smallest window of those people like the matrix you need a fucking firewire port installed in the back of your goddamn spine i've done a little bit of vr i've done vr uh through the um playstation i've experimented oh. with vr i've done a little bit of it you know not so, you know lie. just at parties when they're passing around nothing crazy yeah if it's there <laughs> i gotta try it you know i mean i'm not just sitting <laughs> home doing vr all the time by myself you know <laughs> look it's more of a party thing <laughs> cool kids played a little mario tennis you're going to play a little Mario Tennis. Yeah. You know, yeah. your friends come over and they're like, hey, we're about to play some VR. You want to partake? Like, yeah, I'm not going to turn it down. Yeah, you never turn it down. You got a little try. Just, I'm going to give it, yeah, just, yeah, whatever. Yeah, you can't be one of those sticks in the mud there. Stands you know? for virtual reality, not very rude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, 
Wow, wow. Holy it's so shit. fucking stupid. <laughs> God damn yeah. it, Ken. But, but to be fair, everything we've been talking about has been fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is 2 a.m. brain. Oh, man. Oh. Anyway, so like like I said, I, I am a half-life half life fiend, okay? I, I've oh, mentioned. listen to this guy. He's already fiending. I am. He's going he's gonna to be, next thing you know, we're going to, Dan, Dan, we need to talk. I think you're VRing too much. I quote whatever I want. I am Alex. Don't judge me. Oh God. Oh God. City 17 needs to be saved. No, I, you know, I'm a big fan of the half-life series. I've enjoyed one, two at the episodes. They after after those, you know, for half-life two. But the thing is, is like, we're all chasing that dragon, which is half-life three, which God damn it, Gabe. Give us the goddamn Half-Life 3. Stop fucking with us. Stop playing with our emotions and fucking do it. Get off your ass and fucking make Half-Life 3. Yeah, don't, don't give us this stepped-on Alex shit. <laughs> I understand that you're trying to push hardware and you're trying to make people spend more fucking money, but I don't want this. This is not the Half-Life I want, okay? Personally. There might be other people that listen and they enjoy Half-Life and they've invested in ha- uh, VR. Good for you. I, you know, I'm not trying to knock you. You keep doing that. But I want my fucking Half-Life 3 on a PC with mouse and keyboard and, and my monitor. And that's it. I don't need any of that special shit. Your All monitor, right? your three monitors. Get out of here. You shut the fuck up. Don't judge my setup, you piece <laughs> like of shit. He, like he's some kind of fucking, yeah, I'm a simple man. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, simple game and pleasures. So got I, three monitors, look, an ergonomic keyboard, a dentist chair. <laughs> God damn it. Don't talk about it. It's got it's I have a I have a catheter. <laughs> you know, normal gaming shit. Nothing weird. Half-Life Alex, available for you to enjoy on your VR stuff. Um, I'm gonna give it three and a half bucks. The half fuck is because I'm disappointed it's only VR, but then again, it's half-life, so I can't not give it some score fuck vr stands for vigorously reviewed yeah uh, not happy not happy with that (laughs) god damn it (laughs) so anyway all right kids that'll conclude dan's arcade if you did not spend all your tokens save them for next time ta-ta till next time assholes ah dan's arcade Mm, dan's arcade (laughs) Ah, Dan's Arcade. Ah, Well, thank you, Dan. No problem, bud. And without further ado, everyone, that brings us to tonight's topic du jour. They can talk about their favorite kind of dinosaur, or embarrassing encounters at the adult store, but they probably won't be talking about the football score. It's the Watch Your Mouth motherfucking topic du jour. Brought to you by Abigail's Ghost. Trending now on Spotify. Good old Bones. Mm-hmm. Right? Such a great intro, man. Yeah, I mean, such like... Such a great intro. I, it's like one of my favorite parts. I, I, honestly, the, 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 the bumpers are some of my favorite things mm-hmm. about the fucking show. <laughs> But he, what he did was like my favorite form of problem solving. He announced a problem and then offered a solution. Like I noticed you guys don't have a bump for the topic du jour. By the way, poof, here's a perfect one. 
Here it is. Yep. I, and, and just fucking nailed it. Yeah. It's crushed like, it out. Yeah. It's like he discovered the vaccine, you know, on his first try. It was astronomically impossible, but he fucking did it. Super <laughs> impressive. Walking that. around in my lab one day, next thing you know, bat penicillin. <laughs> my lab assistant came in and said, hey, doc, it hurts when I pee. Well, let's get the bricks because we got to clean it out. No, wait, wait, wait. Never mind. I invented this new fungus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just inject this into your butt, and uh, it'll be good. Good to go. Not fungus. Whatever it is. Is it a fungus? No, it's grown from fungus. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not researching it. Hot, loud, and angry. (laughs) (laughs) That topic du jour, of course, being the much-promised, long-awaited interview with someone who could offer a bit more enlightenment, uh, both in terms of overall knowledge and personal stories regarding Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Long-time listener, personal friend, friend of the show, Adrienne Clements. Welcome. Hello, guys. How are y'all? We're living the dream. Living the dream! Exactly. And we're actually piping her in from the New Orleans area. So we got New Orleans, Slidell, Manhattan, all jamming together. Fucking technology, am I right? Yeah. West Bank. Oh, you're on the West Bank. More specific. West Bank. The West Bank. (laughs) I got to tell you, um, the next time I'm in town around the West Bank, uh, there's a pizza joint not far from you. Oh, yes. You know the one I'm talking about. I'm pretty Uh, sure I know. (laughs) It's this place looks like it's in an abandoned, like, warehouse alley. Like, you're you're wondering whether or not you're going to get knifed. Mm. Yeah. But, um. Place is called Moe's. Yep. They they make these giant pizzas. In fact, I've heard about Moe's since I've been inundated with New York pizza this whole time. I'm going to have to go back and try Moe's again to see if it's still as mind blowing as I remember. I imagine it would be. Yeah. Because uh, I've never been disappointed by them. West Bank Gym, right there. Is that a person or is that a place to go work out? Moe's. Moe's. You said Jim or Jem? I'm just making Jim. sure. Jim. Okay, I'm just making sure. I was like, right, right by the. That's a, okay. Right by I was like, Jim. Wait, wait. We're working out and eating pizza too. No, sorry. My bad. My bad. My husband makes fun of my accent all the time. I grew up in Harvey, so mm. uh, he he thinks I have a, a thick West Bank accent, and it might come out sometimes. So I apologize. It, I, I hear it. I mean, I'd yeah. sooner blame it on Skype. Yeah, uh, uh, but that's just that's just accents, you know. For instance, uh, I grew up in Kenner, and everyone expects me to have some kind of Kenner accent, and I don't. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just surprised you don't say Kenner, bro. Uh, I mean, every I, time I hear Kenner, well, yeah, that's just like saying Kenner, that's just like saying Nolans. It's yeah. not like I never heard that until like I left Kenner, and people are like, "Oh, you're from Kenner, bro." I'm like, <laughs> I, I mean, like I've I've literally never heard that in my life until now. Right? Yeah. That 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 that's only shown up. <laughs> I've always heard Kenner. They said, "Yeah, I'm from Kenner." I was like, "Oh, okay." But then all my buddies uh, are like, yeah, Hey, New York, rat fucking a bagel. What are you going to wait? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> or, or the, as the logo's called, knock. 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 That sounds terrible. It, it's you, the, it's you, a play on the Nolans thing. It's a play on the Nolans thing, man. I know, I know. But knock. <laughs> Welcome we, to we Knock. The New York accent sometimes too on the on the West Bank. No, there's a lot of that. In fact, I think there's some there's a there's an historical link between uh, Chalmette specifically New York and yeah the Chal- yeah the Chalmations. It's yeah. and it's uh, yeah apparently a Brooklyn monastery came down set up shop here, 
and edu- you know started educating people like with their schools, and that's why they got that Brooklyn accent. Oh, okay. I didn't uh, do a. Hey. I didn't just do a Brooklyn accent. I don't know what the fuck I just did. I just <laughs> you, started just saying things. It wasn't one, but you know you were trying, and we were going to give you points. I don't even know if I was trying. I was just like when it came out, I'm like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Ministers came to Sean Madden and said, "You bastards need Jesus. You hear me?" <laughs> We gotta call this the parish. Yeah, praise the fucking Lord. No Everybody fucking in else. this fucking parish needs to fucking worship Jesus right fucking now. <laughs> or I'll beat your brains that. until it looks like a cannoli. I swear to God. Praise be him. <laughs> Most terrible church to go to ever. I'm just putting this out. I would, def- I would definitely at least check out that church. I still go hang I would, out. I would at least check it out. Oh, yeah. At least just give it a fair shake. Like, let a, me just a, hear the gospel real quick, and then we can move on. <laughs> yes, Adrian, we uh, invited you on the show because uh, you yourself live with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, correct? I do, yes. Yeah. I got diagnosed when I was eight. Eight? Eight, wow. Eight, wow. wow. Yes. I, I'm very lucky to be diagnosed at eight because there are people my age or older who – suffer with the symptoms, but they have no idea what's going on and the doctors don't know what's going on and it'll take them a good 20 plus years to get diagnosed. Oh, that, wow. See, that's one of the most frustrating things to me uh, mm-hmm. as a person that doesn't suffer from any of those particular things, but the idea that you don't feel good and then a doctor telling you, nope, you're fine. You're like, no, fuck you. I'm not fine. Walk it yep. off, champ. Yeah. You know, you're and good. Then, but then you go on the doctor feeling completely fit as a fiddle. Like, I feel really good. Oh, well, good thing you came in because you're on the you're knocking on death's fucking door right now. Right. I don't know if you know that. What? No, I feel fine. And it always seems yeah. to be how that's how doctors are. When you feel like crap, they're just like, eh, don't know what to tell you. You're fine. Yeah. I've okay. been to so many doctors where I'll complain about, you know, chronic pain or my biggest complaint. Um, I could deal with the pain. I've been living with that for my whole life. But my biggest complaint is chronic fatigue. Mm-hmm. And what can you do about that? Nothing. <laughs> Come to find out. And, you know, doctors were like, well, you look fine. You're functioning. You're going to work. So goodbye. It's like, thanks. Right. Not thanks. Yeah. That was going to be my my first general question is what kind of what kind of shit do you have to put up with as someone who deals with this disease? And I mean that both in terms of symptoms, you know, the physical aspect of it and yes, dealing with doctors, the fact that this isn't a widely known thing. It's not it's not the fucking flu. It's not uh, cancer. It's not something that standard course material in med school. Uh, mainly the two things I deal with is the chronic pain and the chronic fatigue. And as I said, I got diagnosed when I was eight and that's because my doctor found scoliosis in my back and, um, they sent me over to children's hospital and they were like, Oh, let's get this checked out. And when they like further examined me, they're like, Oh, she's got stretchy skin. Oh, she's got like her, her skin's really elastic. Oh my gosh, she can do hand tricks. You know, I'm double jointed. So the older I get, the the less I can do those, you know, party tricks with my hands because the joints are getting stiffer and more painful. But um, they just started nice. examining me and like, oh, we think you have this disease called Ehlers-Danlos. I'm like, okay. Um, and that's what caused my scoliosis, come to find out. And Ehlers-Danlos, it's a connective tissue disorder, like you've said, mm-hmm. Ken, on all the shows, which you did a fabulous job of describing. Oh, well, uh, thank you. It feels more like <laughs> half-assedly skimming the surface. In fact, no. each time I said it, I was like, okay, we got to get Adrian in here to 
uh, school me a little bit. Such a hard disease. There's 13 types of Ehlers-Danlos, and I have the hypermobile type. Since connective tissue, it's found everywhere. It's in your skin, muscles, tendons, blood vessels, organs. Mm -hmm. So, if something if something's not right with my body. I immediately go to Ehlers-Danlos, and I'm like, okay, this has got to be something related to that. I don't know why my stomach is acting funky. I went to a gastroenterologist, and he Mm -hmm. he did tests on me, and and this is is like a great metaphor for me going to doctors, but he was like, you might be lactose intolerant. Let's do a test. So I did like a milk test or whatever they do, and they they basically make you drink a gallon of milk, go in and blow in some tube, and- yeah. And so <laughs> I did that whole test and for, out of a, like one out of 10 or one to 10 on a scale, I was a five. And I was like, of course, of course just, I would be a five. Just like dead center. Just dead center. It's like, okay, right. you may or may not be. Goodbye. <laughs> well, like, you know what? Who the fuck I mean, makes was... you drink a gallon of fucking milk? <laughs> right. You know, like, hey, drink a gallon of milk. Then come in here. You got 10 minutes. Drink that fucking milk. <laughs> Down Get the fuck place. in here. <laughs> and then blow in this tube. Yeah. Get all flimmy. So, Let's get you all worked oh up. God. All right. There you go. Because yeah. And I even oh. love milk. And I can't. I wouldn't be able to. Like, a ga- I couldn't drink a gallon in a fucking day. Mm. You know? Like, well, I'd be I mean, like, that's look, fucking you, gross. You give me you give me a gallon of milk, uh, you know, a couple packs of Oreos and a Netflix uh, account. I, I could probably do some damage. I mean, I was going to jokingly say, like, I'm going to test you for lactose intolerance, then just slams a brick of cheese on the table. Like, Start eating begin. this like a fucking apple. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, I've done that, and it's delicious. I, I, I it's delicious. You, oh, yeah. You so, life, Critter. So it's yeah. like, no luck with the, with the lactose intolerance test. Oh, no. So that's like a metaphor for everything that happens to me. Like, um, I go to the doctor. I went to do a sleep study because I complained about chronic fatigue. And he's like, okay, let's see if you have sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. So I did an overnight sleep study. And he's like, nope, no sleep apnea. You might have like, mm, maybe it's narcolepsy. But that'll take like a day and a half. That's a day and a half test. And I'm like, no, I don't have narcolepsy. I don't fall asleep. Like weird sleeping you know, disease that drop it sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what helps me sleep? A big old glass of milk. Amen <laughs> 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 to that. <laughs> like, what the fuck is it with this doctor and milk? <laughs> so he was just like, okay. Who's paying you? <laughs> the doctor was just like, okay, you don't have sleep apnea. You have something. Because I was like, look, I could... I could go to sleep. Um, I could go to sleep at eight o'clock. I could go to sleep at midnight. I can go to sleep at whenever. But um, my body wakes me up at ten a.m. It doesn't matter. Like my my biological clock. And he's like, "Okay, well, you have. It sounds like you have this thing called delay sleep phase, which means um, your natural body, you know, circadian rhythm or whatever, whatever, wants to wake you up at a certain time every day. And if you wake up before then, then you're just miserable." all day and i'm like well that's great <laughs> for my job <laughs> right, right or for anyone's job yeah i mean come right. on what if Period. like yeah. what if your natural body thing it's 2 p.m good fucking <laughs> right. luck exactly exactly <laughs> right. and it doesn't matter if i get you know four hours of sleep 10 hours of sleep 14 hours of sleep i feel like i wake up feel like i didn't sleep at all you know living with that every day is worse than daily back pain that I have. So, so this disease affects so much that it 
creates other things that are problematic that they can't, like these ghost uh, diseases they keep on trying to push on you that you have, but it's this main one that just fucks everything up for you. Is that is that what's happening? Yeah, pretty much. Um, it, it, it sounds like because of the, the various connective tissue being fucking uh, everywhere and having pain and those all those receptors just firing off like hey guess what we got pain here and then your brain's like i don't know what to fucking do yeah just 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 tell me what you want i don't know i don't don't know i'm just exhausted Uh, just yeah yeah, so just a lot of secondary things that that seem to be stemming from this one thing but exactly but it sounds like yeah so it'll send your doctors on a goose chase right trying to fix it with milk yeah. <laughs> and that's, um, that's that's basically how to live my life. Like I just have to like trial and error everything on my own to figure things out. Uh, my next question was was uh, revolving around things like uh, common misconceptions. Like for example, you mentioned chronic fatigue, chronic pain uh, a couple of semesters ago. Our recipient was an organization that dealt with myalgic encephalomyelitis uh, or chronic fatigue syndrome. We had Mary on who lives with that, and she was talking about how it, it gets either gets misdiagnosed or um, you know, or just kind of cast aside or dismissed, and she called it yuppie flu, which is just, <laughs> just something that affluent people get, or they make it up because they're you know rich and bored. Mm. But, um, I mean, do you run into that same sort of thing? Not so much and probably not so much in the stigma sort of sense, but just with the just not knowing what it is. Yeah, I was uh, um, as I said, I was very lucky to get diagnosed at eight. But when I do go see a new doctor, most of the time they don't even know what Ehlers-Danlos is. So um, I either have to explain it to them or as I, I mentioned to you, Ken, earlier that um on the Ellers Danlos Society mm-hmm. website, they have these brochures that you can print out and actually bring to your doctor and be like, here's some reading material for you. <laughs> yeah, here's your homework. <laughs> this it. is how I work. Yeah. Um, Which has got to be a nice little role reverse. <laughs> like you hand right? them a brochure. Like, I'm like, doctor now. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. <laughs> but when I do see a new doctor and they're like, oh, yeah, Ehlers-Danlos, um, my my primary care physician, the first time I told him that I had Ehlers-Danlos, the first thing he said, he was quiet for a second, and he goes, oh, Ehlers-Danlos, Abraham Lincoln had that. And I was like, what? How the fuck really? do they know that? Really? I don't know. I was like, that was random and amazing, and I'm keeping you forever. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. That's awesome. And not only did he know about it, but he had a history tidbit to throw at you. Yeah. Got a little factoid there. All right. Okay. I mean, for the most part, it's an invisible illness. And Mm -hmm. with the, I mean, with the chronic pain and everything, um, I'm lucky enough because with the the connective tissue part of it, um, which is everything, but Mm -hmm. uh, dislocations happen fairly often not for me thank god because i can i can kind of feel it coming on like i can't run if i run my kneecaps will pop out of place (gasps) yes yes it's very painful and i remember in elementary school um before i was diagnosed like playing kickball or whatever 
kick a ball, yay, I run to the first base, I'd make it halfway to first base, and boom, I'm on the ground, because my, my knees would just pop out of place. Oh, God. Oh, oh stop it. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, oh. it's terrible. Oh, wow. Um, and that was before we knew anything, so I'm like, wow, right. why, why is this happening? But, um, and I don't remember this, but my mom said one one time my shoulder popped out of place. I don't remember that. Uh, that had to hurt. <laughs> but um, yeah. I'm fairly very lucky that it doesn't happen very often um i am part of a you know a few communities on instagram and facebook and i kind of just watch them and read the comments and whatnot but i read stories of these poor people with um with eds who they can't get out of bed without dislocating something oh and it's i yeah. can imagine yeah like the, the not only varying severities but i'd imagine you mean you mentioned the 13 different types i'd imagine some of those have to be more livable or, or easier to deal with than others and, and I'm, Absolutely. Like, I'm just imagining like the the things that we take for granted a good stretch in the morning could do something terrible to you you know oh, yeah. like in, you're in bed and you're even in in your sleep you know, you know how you kind of turn over and take for granted you like roll over on the side or something like that? Oh, yeah, dude, oh, yeah. I, I actually sleep on one side of my body so much that I hurt my shoulder. Yeah. yeah. I have oh, yeah. sleep shoulder pain. Yeah. And it actually yeah. hurts doing anything else because I sleep on my shoulder so hard. And that's like it, like I, it builds a gap in I, between. I have to hug a pillow when I sleep because if not, my shoulders will kind of like fold in. <gasps> and yeah, yeah, it's terrible. And um I wake up in so much pain. I'm like, oh, why did I do that? But um, yeah, um, some some people with EDS, you know, they they live in a wheelchair and you know have to use a cane or a walker, and they're 30 years old. That's such a shame. They say, you know, when you look at them without a cane or a walker or a wheelchair, they say you don't look sick. There's nothing wrong with you. It's like, okay, fuck you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, hearing stories like that, I mean, it's nice to see that. A, there's a group like the Ailers Dan Law Society that is, you know, working on furthering the cause to figure this thing out, but also that there are so many groups. Uh, you mentioned how many groups are you connected with? Oh, there's there's okay. a ton out there. Yeah, like just social groups, you know, Facebook exactly. groups. Yeah, Facebook groups, Instagram. I'm sure, Reddit, like everybody, everywhere. Th- these are the areas where I where I see the the internet as an amazing thing. It's not just this platform for people to spew their vitriolic fucking filth. This isn't this <laughs> one of those instances It's one of those instances where people can actually talk about something, whether it's you know, just trading stories and, and lifting each other up to just, you know what, I want to bitch about this thing and I want to do it to a group of people that actually understand what it is yeah. that I'm complaining about. Because I'd imagine when it comes to something that specific, uh, you know, loved ones, I'm sure they can lend a, um, yeah, there's something there's like to be said about empathy versus sympathy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Yeah. I'm very lucky to have a very supportive family, but, um, I read a lot of stories of, of people who their parents don't believe that they're in pain. And it's like, how can you not, it's just, it just blows my mind. Well, you dis you right. dislocate your knees running to first base. Yeah. They're going right? to start saying like, well, he was, he's fine. But his knees fucking just disintegrated. So maybe right. we should believe him. You know, <laughs> right? One would hope. Maybe they're not full of shit. Yeah, maybe, exactly. maybe this. Maybe they're not lying to us that he just collapsed and cried in pain. He's right. twenty-seven years old. 
And in, and in that vein, um, from what you've heard from either fellow patients or, or from you know, yeah. your doctors or just anywhere else you might have picked it up, are there anything, uh, is there any one particular hurdle uh, regarding research or, or nailing this thing down? Or is it just the fact that because it's so hard to pinpoint, the, you know, because it hides among other symptoms, for lack of a better word, it's camouflaged. Uh, treatments, I mean, surgeries, or is it mostly just repairing the damage? Pretty much that, because it's very symptom-based. Every, every person who has EDS is different. They have different right. symptoms, so that makes it especially hard. Um, of course. And that's the, that's the whole reason, and I think you mentioned this on one of the other podcasts, that um, why our, I didn't even know this until recently, but the, the mascot, I guess you would say, for EDS is a zebra. Zebra, right. Yeah, because, you know, they tell their interns, you know, when you hear hooves, don't expect horses, expect a zebra. That was actually featured in a, uh, an episode of Scrubs. No kidding. Yeah, where uh, JD, this was like season one. All right, he says, yeah, I've run the blood work on Mr. So-and-so, and uh, I believe he's suffering from kudu. Yeah, kudu. And I was like, kudu, huh? Like, what, the hell is, what the hell is kudu? And it turns out it was like a, a disease that only existed for like, I think there were only a limited number of cases of it, and it was from like a remote tribe in you know some far-flung corner of the world. Papa New Guinea. And uh, that's when he explained the concept of a zebra. It's like, this is a... A common thing that's just presenting with uncommon symptoms. So, you know, when you hear hoofbeats, think horses, not zebras. Right. All of which give Dan nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm trying to think if I'm really scared of a zebra. I, I don't remember seeing one in person yet. It's kind of like I'm You not... want to go to Global Wildlife Center? Maybe. You can see some zebras. Are there horses? I heard they have those there. They got zebras. Uh, well, zebras, I'm a, I'm a little like... Or I'm, zebras, that some people zebras. would say. Zebras. Yeah, the, the English <laughs> would say, yes. Um, but I'm not scared well, in, of little burros. They're in jogging know? gear. You know, that's yeah. high visibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can well, see, see that's, that's, what, that's where you're wrong. The they're zebras, the rest of the goddamn jungle. The zebras okay. are striped for camouflage reasons. Yeah. <laughs> to hide well among a field of fucking barcodes? <laughs> Dude, I'm just telling it, it. What it does is because it splits up their form. Mm-hmm. All right, so it's all camouflage is all about just disrupting form. That's all it is, and that's what that does. So, actually, during World World War II, there was a short time that they painted stuff black and white in uh, various patterns. Okay, because it broke up the form from spy planes. So. They painted it on ships and planes, so people couldn't make out what the fuck they were. Yeah, I think I've huh. seen that before. Like they would do like even checker patterns or yep. something like that. That's yeah. correct. Okay. Yeah. Now I know why the fuck. I was like, what the fuck yeah. are they that's doing? Probably also because the photography was in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> that's very true. So it's easier to fuck them up. But I'm just trying to imagine like two lions going, dude. You think we should go eat that Rorschach test drinking by the pond over fuck, there? Fuck, I'm not eating ink again, man. That's <laughs> fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> Wait, Rorschach test. I just see paper. the, <laughs> the Doppler right, effect we'll over you, there. You go get that gingham tablecloth. I'm going to go eat that New York Times Sunday crossword puzzle over there. Is that a Sudoku puzzle up there or some shit like that? Uh, yeah. I'm eating Sudoku tonight. <laughs> if you could give someone advice that thinks they may have this particular disease, you know, based on research. Exactly. I know WebMD is one of the worst things to do to your fucking oh, self no. because do you'll end up with that. Ebola. Never <laughs> but, that. But to someone that is experiencing pain, they've been to a doctor, 
and maybe they're like as hard as it is to find a good general practitioner i have been blessed to find one because she she's great and she's kind of mean which is like a perfect balance of what i need in my life (laughs) yeah yeah you know what's around a little bit yeah you don't want to be puffed up too much yeah yeah i need that ego just drop down like i care about your well-being but also let me tell you you look disgusting without a shirt (laughs) um (laughs) for the people that are struggling with pain they're going to a doctor uh and the doctor is saying you're fine there's nothing that we see you know i would imagine that you experience this with a lot of general practitioners that tell you i don't know what that is what would be a good place for them to start an accurate testing of this to to actually like understand that they might have it and not be just brushed aside as oh you're delusional it's all in your head but also i have a whole problem with that saying anyway but go on (laughs) yeah um well, I would say do do the research on your own. Like, look at the symptoms, even though it's a lot because it's 13 different types. But um, try to get your doctor to get you to a geneticist because the geneticist will know what's up and they'll know about Ehlers Danlos. And okay, okay, there is a DNA test they can do because it's you know chromosomal issue mm-hmm. and um, that along with the the physical symptoms should paint a picture. I mean, it sucks that a lot of people wait so many years to get diagnosed just because, you know, doctors, I don't know if they're afraid to pinpoint, a, you know, oh, you have Ehlers-Danlos for sure. It sounds uh, like, like you've said before, they just don't know. They just, they keep bouncing them to specialists. Like, well, my back hurts. All right, well, I'm yeah. sending you to a, a spine guy or I'm having GI issues, a GI expert. And yeah. none of these specialists will, you know, it's, it doesn't seem very likely that any of them would even have that on their radar no and that, that's what i was i was so very lucky about when i was eight years old diagnosed with scoliosis um they just took it from there the, the my my back surgeon was wise enough to notice these other symptoms that i had mainly the double jointedness that was the right. big tip off like oh you can you could bend your thumb all the way back to your wrist i think something's going on here <laughs> so um he just sent me straight off to the geneticist at Children's Hospital. And um, it did take a good, I want to say, six months to a year of them mm-hmm. just. And when I tell you, I felt like an animal at a zoo, like standing in a room while, you know, five or six interns plus the geneticist just look at me and play with, you know, my skin and my joints and seeing what kind of tricks I can do. I'm like, oh man, I feel like a sideshow here. But it's just, it's like, <laughs> yeah. all right, so when does Professor X roll in to take me away to school? Right? Am I a mutant now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, technically speaking, I think so. Yeah. 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 Of course, when I got older and started, you know, developing other symptoms or just realizing I had other symptoms and trying to figure that out on my own has been much harder. But yeah, I would tell, I would tell people start with a geneticist. Okay. They they know the most. In addition, obviously to the Ehlers Danlaw Society website, are there any particular support groups or, you know, uh, social media or blogs uh, that you recommend like off the top of your head? Um, I was actually cruising the Ellers Danlos Society webpage last week, and I was blown away about webinars. And um, I'm not sure if they have anything social on their website, but on Facebook, they you can you know um, like their 
Ellersdale Society Facebook page. They have an Instagram. Um, there's a, a community of people on Reddit just under, you know, Ellersdale loss. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, they're, they're out there. There's a lot of people out there. I mean, I growing up, awesome. I thought I was the only one because I'm the only one that I knew who had it. Sure. Yeah. So thank God for the internet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you feel bad for yourself when you know for 20 or some odd years that you're the only one who has it, but then you read these stories of other people who have it and they're way worse off than you. And you're like, man, let's put things in perspective. It has to be bittersweet. Yeah, it you, is. It is. At yeah. the same at the same time, you're like, oh man, they understand. Exactly, and that's they know how tired I am. They know. Yeah. They know right. Pain. Yeah. There's venting your frustrations into the void versus people that are actually going through the same thing that can right. sympathize. Like, oh god, isn't that a bitch? Yeah, that sucks. Right. And then you can talk about like what works for you. Have you tried this? Have you, you know, tried this supplement? Have you tried this brace for your wrist or so right. you know. so that brings up a, a follow-up question I have for you. Yeah. Um is there any any kind of treatment or things that do help you? You mentioned braces. Um does it affect all joints all at the same time or can it be like uh, obviously it's not like that uh but do some people that experience more joint pain experience joint pain everywhere versus someone that has like more problems with their organs or skin or whatever? I mean, what kind of treatments are available for people with this? Um, that's a good question. Um, for me personally, um, I, I have constant lower back pain and that's because I had scoliosis surgery when I was 12. Um, and for those of y'all who have met me, Dan and Ken, I don't know if Dan remembers, uh-huh. but yeah. I'm four. I'm four foot eight inches. <laughs> yeah. um, so when I was twelve, they cut me off. They're like, "We're putting a rod in your back, and that's it. You're not growing anymore." And I'm like, "Well, gee, thanks." Um, appreciate that, y'all. Thanks again. <laughs> appreciate that. Um, but so because of that surgery, um, I mean, I'm thankful for it because it, you know, straightened me out. But. At the same time, I live with this lower back pain every single day, and I'm I'm not a big fan of taking medicine. Um, and me being four foot eight, I'm a lightweight to say the least. So I I don't take medicine, not even Tylenol that much. Um, so I rely on things like the tens unit, which has oh, been a lifesaver. Oh, oh my god! What's that? Anybody experiencing pain needs to get. It's like a uh, mild electroshock. It's like an electrode. You just so put it you on put it these and little it just sticky pads oh, it where so it hurts, and it sends um, kind of like little shock waves, oh, yes. but it doesn't really shock you. Yeah, it, it sends electrical current to your muscles, and where they're right. tenser, you 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 start to twitch up. Um, I, I have left the tens unit on myself so long maxed out that I, I have electrical burns on my body from them. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I, I remember this. I, I mean, like it's numb after a while because I have them. I have, a, I have that pocket one, you know, the one that, you, you know, the not the doctor you? and I have that thing cranked up to 50. And then when I, start, <laughs> just when oh, I can't crap. feel it anymore, I switch it to a different pulse, you know, it'd be a consistent <laughs> pulse. And then I switch it to like that one that just amps up and then lowers amps like that wave yeah. and it was like yeah. oh yeah and then you get used to the electric uh the electrical part of it and then when you it do. when you when it dies off and you turn it back on you're like no oh, your muscles <laughs> like what the hell 
<laughs> so you like chasing the dragon? I was like, yeah, I sleep on a boat battery. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never, I've never, I've never moved it into like uh, in, any kind of nipple clamp battery action, but. Uh, <laughs> But just, uh, I got to clamp a trickle charger to my kidneys. It's the only I, way I can. I, I'm just imagining, you know, like, like Cutter's like, okay, all right, get the sponge, wet it. All right, now just touch it ever so right to put the it right on my head. Ah. Now I'm just in electric chairs and like, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I don't think I've ever gone past a five or a six. <laughs> I don't know how hers is. So mine goes up to 50. Uh-huh. So that's oh, concerning. No. So <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Mine if... goes up to like 10, I think. Okay, perfect. That's because, okay. yeah. All yeah. right. So they're different because that otherwise would be like, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> I Am I numb to everything in my goddamn you. life? <laughs> um, yeah, that thing is very handy. It's only like 30 bucks on Amazon if anybody has like – um, a sore, anything. Just don't put it over your heart or your spine. You'll be fine. I'm, I'm sorry, Ken. <laughs> what were you saying? Uh, nothing. I, I used to work for a neurologist, and we would, uh, I would introduce people on how to use their tens unit. Yeah. And uh, yeah, mixed reviews. Some people love them. You know, they were they were basically an, an, another appendage. Uh, others had no use for them. I should yeah. probably look into one for my little. You really should, issue. Ken. Oh, yeah, dude. it would help you a lot. Dude, what I would when do... I, when it's on, I feel no pain, like, in that spot. And I can move around, like, it's amazing. Dude, nice. I use that, and then I use this heavy menthol uh, uh, lotion afterwards. It's Tiger like... Bomb. It's It's Ooh. actually... Almost pure menthol. <laughs> I mean, like it's it's way like they have Tiger Balm, but then I have this. I I forget what it's called. I bought it at a gun show. Of course, it, naturally, it where you do forty dollars a bottle, and it's so potent that when you put it on, it's just it feels like your skin is on fire with cold, and it's amazing. And Tiger and I have Tiger Balm and Salon Paws, yeah. and I have them all. And this one, like I, I don't even put it on my hand because it doesn't wash off easy. Oh. So I have to apply oh, it to like a, a a paper towel. Oh, okay. And then a- apply it, and then th- hope I don't get any on my hand because it'll just it's just like whatever I, I can't I won't be able to touch my face ever. Melt your skin off. Yeah. Okay, Three fifty seven menthol. I was about to say you might want some like some like nitrile. Uh, what's it? Nitrite or nitrile gloves or something yeah. like that? Exam gloves. Yeah, yeah. exam gloves to, to protect yourself. You know. I'll hook yeah. you up, man. It's not a lot of money. <laughs> no, it's, I don't know. It's coronavirus going around. Oh, Things shit. Yeah. You can't buy face mask anymore. Oh, that's right. Well, in $40 a bottle, I'm not I'm not going to be using it a lot. It's for extreme circumstances only. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. You know what? Uh, the, on the corona thing, then we'll get back to it. Fucking, uh, they what told you us, you know, fucking uh, uh, county nearby where apparently, you know, a couple of cases were confirmed. It's like, oh, shit, it's coming to New York. So they tell us, you know, just be just be vigilant. Just beware of anybody that's, you know, coughing or has fever or short of breath. And like so sick. Yeah. Got it. So <laughs> sick during flu season. Sure. I'll keep right. a fucking eye out. Also, if keep people my- would just wash their fucking hands. Jesus wash Christ. Your fucking- wash your fucking hands. <laughs> you fucking heathens. Wash your hands. God damn it. It's not rocket science. Just fucking wash your hands. Shit. Dude, that and was a not- direct quote from Big Bird on this uh, recent <laughs> and episode. It's not, and it's not just for people that work in restaurants. Everyone should wash their fucking hands. That's my PDA for the night. Wash your fucking hands. The more you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God damn it. <laughs> I'm sorry, PSA. I got PDA on the head, <laughs> on the old brain there. 
<laughs> from earlier. Woo! I don't hate it. Yeah, that's your PD. <laughs> Walk up to the kids making out. Thing. Wash your fucking hands after you're done making out. You're on a subway. You're gonna get sick. You're both gross. Well, I think that about uh, that about wraps it up, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you wanted to, to add? Anything that we might have missed? Because that's but, definitely the reason we got you on here. Because yeah. uh, we're we're kind of winging it. Yeah, I know. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> don't y'all always wing it? No, I'm kidding. Don't get it. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. When we say we have show notes, we just have a general idea of what we're going to talk about, about topic-wise. It's yeah. the old noggin. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's a lot of doodles on ripped-up pieces of paper. That, <laughs> that's if we're lucky. Yeah. Hey, look, I, I don't know if I could do what y'all can do. I just can't talk off the top of my head. I have notes sitting in front of me. Like, what am I going to say? That's I'm not a good public speaker, so. <laughs> no, it's, it's just a lot of, it's little, like, mini legal pads, and it's that little 6-S design. It's just that over and over yep. again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. I just do figure eights over and over and over until it looks like a wave. <laughs> Oh, work, no play, makes Jack uh... a dull boy. A human spirograph. Yeah. No, the only other thing I was going to mention is that um, within the past, like, year or two, uh, more and more celebrities have been coming out with Ehlers-Danlos. I don't know if y'all have noticed, but me having it, um, I have definitely have been, you know, paying attention to it. And thanks to these, you know, Facebook groups and whatnot, you know, people will bring it up like, oh, guess what? So-and-so just came out with... uh, Abraham Lincoln! (laughs) Abraham Lincoln! Just came out with it. (laughs) I could totally see (laughs) Abraham Lincoln with EDS. He's so lanky. Anyway. Right. Um, Yeah. I I could see Abraham Lincoln's doctor, like, putting together his notes. Like, now he blasted through that cheese, no problem. So... (laughs) I got nothing. It's got to be something else. I'm stumped. Step two, cocaine. <laughs> we're right going to get all those ghosts out of your blood, sir. <laughs> what you worry, Mr. President? Get you on a hot um, resident of so cocaine. Are there any other celebrity names you could think of offhand? That have, uh, uh, yeah, and I'll probably butcher all four of these names. But, okay, the singer um, Sia. Okay. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even – I can't even – name you one song that she sings but um that's the chick with the 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 bangs that cover she's her so, eyes right, she's always covering her face no she's yeah. she's done a couple of she's got some massive hits out there but she's um someone be so kind as to fill us in on sia because I, I know she's a bit of a of an odd duck but i don't know exactly where it comes from if it's just being weird for the sake of being weird or if she's just that's the shyness thing yeah. yeah 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 exactly but Anyway, now there, yeah, there are some some mega hits out there from Sia. Okay, oh, yeah. um, um, there was a chick on the the show The Good Place, which oh. I actually started watching The Good Place, fantastic and I think it's really show. cute. And fantastic then I found show. show. Yeah, Kristen Bell is a genius on the show. Mm-hmm. Wait, who? Mm-hmm. Kristen Bell. Oh yeah, she's adorable. Yeah. Um, Jamila Jamil, that's her name. Her the actress's name, and I can't remember who she plays. She plays the- like the rich. Oh, Tiana. Yeah, Tahani. Yeah, yeah. Tahani. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, that wow. She has Ellers Danlos. She's um, very tall. That might, okay. She's, yeah. very, I mean, she's very tall. She must not have scoliosis. Um, she's can, annoyingly pretty, she can, though. Yeah. I, I, that, that, she <laughs> yeah, bugs me. She is. Now, her, her character is annoying as shit. There's no getting around that. No, this uh, is yeah. I'm not talking about a character. Dropping. She's one of those women that are just annoyingly pretty, so, like, it annoys me. Uh, 
Yeah. Me too. You know, shut up with your face. I feel like if I met her, I would be kind of a dick. And not not like because I'm like, oh, this is going to get her. I'm like, ah, fuck off. Yeah, get out of here with your prettiness. It's You're aggravating. Talk to me. Go away. Get out of here. You're harsh in my ugly. <laughs> get out of here. Now, not a lot of men have Ellers Danlos, but there was um, there was someone on Drag Race named uh-huh. Evie Oddly, who was also African American, uh-huh. who um, I I didn't see the show, but I've seen um, pictures and clips of Evie Oddly, and um, they um, they came out as with EDS and they just. You know, d- explaining how difficult it was to be a model and, you know, wear heels. And I hear you, sister, because I can't wear heels to save my life because it's so painful for me. <laughs> anyway, uh, I can imagine. Yeah. Just having that sort of odd. I mean, shit, women across the board, period that I've known in my life, unless they've been wearing heels since they were a fucking toddler. It's right. just it's just odd for them. They well, don't. Yeah. And. Stranger still are the women I've known that can't really seem to wear anything but heels. Like if they were to just wear a pair of chucks, it would fuck them up. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's got to be imagine. just getting used to it because like the the science of a high heel is ridiculous. You talk mm-hmm. about how much pressure your body is weight, you know, yeah, well, like such a low area. Yeah, with with a low surface area. And so all of that weight is being pushed on those that little triangle in the front, and then the whatever fucking spike on the back. There's no way that that's good for anything. Yeah. No. Besides making yeah. their calves look fantastic. Uh, yeah. I mean, it does. I yeah. I will admit, but it's not for me. And the fourth actress, um, I've never seen this show. I it might be an HBO show, Girls. Um, okay. I think I've heard name, of it, but I've not seen it. Yeah. Her name is Leah uh, Lena Dunham. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard yeah. Of, okay. I, I've never heard of her, so I don't know anything about her, but she came out with as um, with ADS. So that's just a few celebrities that came out within the past like year or two. And so it's gaining more and more attention, which is great because, yeah. you know, well, I think she was the one, Lena, who went to some award show with a cane. And people were like, oh, my God, why does she have a cane? Is she getting an accident? And she goes, no, I sometimes live like this. I need a cane to walk. Right. No, yeah. that's amazing. Yeah, um, I think that's great. I found a list. This is on uh, yourhealthremedy.com. The 13 okay. types of EDS uh, have been subtyped. These include, and I'm going to try to flex what little leftover I have of my uh, medical terminology here, but uh, yep. classic, the mm-hmm. flavor everyone loves. <laughs> uh, classic. Sp- Spondylolus plastic. I mean, that's to do with the spine. There's yeah. one called classic like, uh, myopathic. New classic. Classic like. I love that one. It's like classic light. Right. Diet, sugar free. Diet, classic. Classic life. New EDS came out in the 80s, didn't do so well. Cardiac valvular. Uh, periodontal, all right. Um, Teeth. Vas- yep. Vascular, muscular contractural, probably can't uh, flex your muscles outside. Hypermobile, that must sound familiar. Uh, brittle cornea, God, the eyes, okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Arthroclasia, 
and uh, that's probably something to do with um, the arteries uh, not being as flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, scoliotic and looks sounds like curvature of the spine. Um, and dermatosporaxis. I'm assuming skin related. Oh, I was going to say that's oh, a Harry yeah. Potter thing. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say, is that a spell? Yeah. I mean, not to just too much, but it that... does sound like a spell from Harry Potter. Get us one more time with that, Ken. Uh, Dermatosporaxis. Yeah. That's like a definitely a villain's name. That, that is fun. definitely a dark wizard curse. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, boom, you look like a Sharpe. <laughs> oh my gosh, speaking of a Sharpe. Uh, all right. Not dog related, but the other day I found on Instagram a cat with Ellers Dan Loss. Oh, that's and really? yes, and he oh, has got okay. the droopiest little sad looking face, and he is adorable. He's in England. Oh, crud! What is his name? Yeah, Tummy. Tummy. <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah, his name is Tummy, and the Instagram account is Tummy and Gummy. Oh, I think I'm it looking at two it. Cats. Yeah. Oh. But if you look up Tummy and Gummy and you see his real name is Toby, I guess. But he looks like a Sharpe, but a cat. Oh. There's yeah. just so much skin. Anyway, yeah. um, there is one thing I wanted to say about the vascular type of EDS, which I uh-huh. don't have, thank God. Um, that in the EDS community is considered the worst type because it is affects the organs and the um the veins and arteries and everything like that more than anything else so people with this type have a shorter life expectancy like maybe in their 50s um because their internal organs can spontaneously erupt oh Oh. yeah and okay or or just there's no elasticity so it's just it's yeah so it's like a so my, I hope this isn't an insensitive analogy, but I'm just thinking like an over-ripened tomato, like any any little bump or bruise or, or uh, anything that jar you could rupture something. For sure. Um, and sad to say, um, any any girl who gets pregnant with vascular EDS, is, it's kind of a bad situation. I was going to um, say that, that has to be extremely touch and go. Oh, yeah, How would yeah. you even... that would be life-threatening. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there are there are girls who, you know, come out of it okay, but it's it's very scary. I'm considered high risk just because I've had two miscarriages myself and mm-hmm. I'm seeing a new doctor, which, you know, when I went to go see her for the first time, she was like, Oh yeah, I know EDS. And I'm like, Yay, you're my doctor now. Perfect. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woohoo. So it's just, you know, another part of life I gotta deal with. But yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't want to end on a sad note, though. No, 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 no. no. I um, <laughs> I found a list of yes, nine celebrities with EDS. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of these guys I've I've not heard of personally. I think a lot of them because they're they're more famous in the UK. But uh, just let me know if okay. you've heard of them. UK is on top of it. I think the Ellers Downless Society was founded in the UK. Founded. In, okay, that would make sense. Yeah, they're it's uh, very big there. Nine famous people with Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Number one, Russell Kane, uh, English comedian. Mylene Class, a British pianist, singer, and model. Uh, Lorraine McCarthy, uh, another model. Sarah Geertz, oh, Instagram influencer. They don't count. <laughs> 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 uh, 
<laughs> Gary Turner. He is a former Circus of Horrors star who was born in, uh, Dan, you're going to have to help me with this name, Caster Lincolnshire. Caster? Is that, uh, Ca- is that Caster, C-A-I-S-T-O-R? Is that just Caster Lincolnshire? I think so. Okay. Yeah, there's a picture of him. With yeah, yeah, pulling his neck out and like it's yes, giant like binder clips on his face and yeah, yeah, just like stretched out like uh, you know. I was thinking about that like back in the circus days, you know, before EDS was ever you know discovered, all these contortionists. Well, yeah. In fact, there's someone on the list that's that's actually gonna. It's like ah, that does make a lot of sense. Uh I mean, the fact that the, the we've already come across like like two or three models already. It's yep. like, oh, this these tall, slender, lanky types. I mean, there's uh, there's a drawback to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Lee Houston, British actress. Um, Niccolo Paganini was a com- uh, famous composer, mm-hmm. Italian violinist, guitarist, composer. Yeah, um, you've definitely heard some Paganini tunes uh, if you look it up. Uh, Harry Houdini. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, apparently. That, I mean, that does make sense. I mean, he was able to get out right? of just about anything. That's true. True. Exactly. Can't be surprised. And didn't he um, die from organs rupturing? Thought he drowned in his in a tank, or maybe I'm just thinking of the Prestige. Harry Houdini died of uh, peritonitis, which stemmed from a stomach injury. Yeah. Oh, okay. There you go. And th- by the way, based on what we talked about, classic EDS problem. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So yeah. mm-hmm. there you go. Uh, extreme joint flexibility where one can voluntarily dislocate and relocate his joints, which would make getting out of ropes or chains or what have you. Exactly. Uh, number nine. Uh, this is a this is a bit of a shock. I had no idea. Elizabeth Taylor. What? Well, you... British American businesswoman and actress who began her career as a child actress in the early 1940s in films like Butterfield Eight and Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Liz Taylor attracted attention because of her eight marriages and her violet eyes. That's uh, wow. yeah, I that's a Did new that one on me. And as far as our feline friend with EDS, yes, his name is Toby. Yeah. Toby, Toby is a six-year-old short-haired cat with EDS or feline cutaneous asthenia, a general condition that can cause animals and people to have unusually stretchy, loose, or fragile skin due to a lack of collagen. Yeah, He's adorable, little, little droopy guy. He was cute, and I see him a lot in like those tight little, like tight sweaters or tight um, clothing. And I think that's just to keep everything together. Poor Aww. thing. Adrian, thank you so much for coming on the show. This has been as enlightening as I was expecting, and more. Okay. Yes. And uh, anyone who might be listening, if you uh, live with EDS yourself, uh, any friends or family members, by all means, reach out to us. Contact us. Tell us your story. Leave it in a, in a voicemail or Gmail, however you want to talk to us. And um, now we can, by extension, put you in touch with Adrian, hey. who can then I'll be uh, glad to help. point you in the right direction. Support groups, websites, blogs, you name it. Certainly better than we can with our half-assery description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Feel a little more knowledgeable. Makes me feel good. Good, Dan. Yeah, I know, right? I'm so glad. (laughs) And if anyone's looking for more information or uh, even better, if you are looking to help further the cause financially, check out the Ehlers Danlow Society, ehlers-danlos.com. And uh, hey, help us help then. In fact, it was actually Adrian's suggestion that we donate to the Ehlers Danlow Society, which... 
we do have something of a vetting process before we just start giving away our, our fuck coins willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have to make sure that they're on the up and up, and these guys definitely fit that bill. So thank that was you. that was a no-brainer. Well, thank you for the suggestion. Absolutely. And actually, we have a new listener that uh, contacted me uh, personally and uh, told me that uh, that he wanted to donate, and he actually donated an additional $40 to, oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah, Boom! Just, so great. Yeah, and he he just wanted Thank to be known you. as Spratman. Spratman offered up an additional forty dollars to our total. So. Thank you, Spratman. Big thanks to Spratman. That's that's, that's like what? Mm-hmm. That's four hundred fucks. So yeah, <laughs> it's a good amount of fucks right there. <laughs> yeah, what what he did in in one boop donation. Yeah. Spratman definitely Sorry, gives a fuck. Won't, you won't hear go. it from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Spratman. Right. That's amazing. All right. Well, I guess we can uh, call on it even and get the hell out of here. Uh, listen to us through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, Google Play, Spotify. Contact us uh, through a SoundCloud comment on Facebook, through our website, wympodcast.com, Gmail, podcastwim at gmail.com, voicemail, uh, 985-265-7726. P.O. Box 5896, Slide of Louisiana 70469 to snail mail us. Uh, also, get in on Patreon. Become a Patreon member. $5 level gets you the real deal, the uncut laser reel. $15 gets you our secondary spinoff show, Hot, Loud, and Angry, which has been getting some great reviews mm-hmm. from the people listening to it. The four uh, of you. <laughs> hey, those four are fucking awesome. Thank you so much. We love you. We do love you. We we really do appreciate the four of you big time. <laughs> More than you know, because it keeps us going, and we can't afford this all the time. So this is helping immensely. Thank you all so much. The Fab Four. Keep well, it going. It is much appreciated. we just get more people interested in that because HLA is fucking badass. And, uh, you know, Critter does a good job. But check us out, patreon.com forward slash watch your mouth podcast, all in one word, to get in at at the very least, the $5 level to get the real deal. Until these Zeppelin swings are out, next time for episode 168, Ken Petrie in the Manhattan studio for Dan Kirk. hi old kids. Have a good one. Critter Spears. I bid you adieu. Motherfucker, motherfucker, motherfucker. Adri- <laughs> Adrian over on the Best Bank, thank you again so much for your time. Thank you, boys, for having me. Absolutely. You're welcome back anytime. Thank you, Ken. Swearing is caring. Watch your mouth. Like, I actually cannot stand watching people, like, kiss in, like, public, in real life. Like, I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm just really kind of annoyed, right? But if I'm doing it, I'm like, get over it, prudes, (laughs) you know? (laughs) So it's always like if you put yourself in the situation where you're making the mouth noises, you're like, yeah, that's cool. But I can see it on the other end be like, can you stop it? If someone's (laughs) just next to you on the subway and you're just necking, oh, my God, can you all stop for, like, 15 minutes. Just let me get the fuck off this train. Or you get that, that one start, person's like, get a room, you two. Just start air kicking in that general direction. Fucking stop it. Knock it off.
I mean, because look, I have done public makeouts, and I, like I'm I'm into it, right? I'll do it, and I'm just like, yeah, this is cool. But then if I see other people do it, I'm not like, oh, they're in love. I'm like, God, Jesus, fuck off, God, I hate you guys. Yeah, I see people kissing, and it's like, yeah, fucking shit, just get that shit out of here. I'm tight. <laughs> Made the rest of the wedding really awkward. <laughs> you may now kiss the bride. Yeah, stop it! I gotta get this off my chest. You know, the other day I watched Mrs. Doubtfire, right? Oh, okay. First time? And <laughs> <laughs> Amazing movie. Yeah. So I can't good. believe more people don't know about it. First time I've seen it in a long while. Mm. And um, a funny thing that I noticed about it is that the movie is chock-fucking-full of people that look slash sound like New Yorkers. Oh, okay. Okay. Like, All right. Give, give me an example. There's the scene where, you know, Sally Field's coming home and, you know, there's a fucking petting zoo in the front yard, right? Yes. And she's walking up to the house and she's completely fucking gobsmacked. She's like, what the hell is this? And then the cop shows up and he starts breaking her balls. Ma'am, are you aware that it's illegal to have uh, farm animals in, uh, within the oh, city yeah, limits? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this, uh, municipal of code, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're breaking my fucking balls here, lady. Right, you can't, right, you exactly. can't, you can't have mountain dragons over here. Look at this, you got a fucking zoo in your front yard. This is fucking outrageous. You can't have fucking alpacas over here. Get the fuck out of here. Get the goats off your fucking lawn. <laughs> so I'm thinking, what if there was a deleted scene where she's like, "Are you from here?" And he gets all offended, like, "The fuck are you talking about? I've been living in Frisco since I was a fucking bambino. Get that fuck out of here." <laughs> Fucking born and raised, San Francisco. Go Dodgers. <laughs> Am I from here? It is fucking broad. <laughs> then, of course, you got like Harvey Firestein. There was the woman who was playing like the, the personal assistant to uh, Jonathan Lundy, the uh, the producer or the, like the owner of the studio that he yeah. had the interview with on the same night. Take my advice. Don't cancel. Oh, yeah. So, like, it's like, wait, this is San Francisco. It's San Francisco. I only know that because of the fucking B-roll footage that they show in between scenes. Otherwise, yeah. you know, boom, I'm just expecting Billy Crystal to pop around the well, corner any minute. Their house was very San Francisco-y. And whatever mm -hmm. she was doing to, to, to pay for that house and he's just, you know, an out-of-work voice actor, dear God, right. she had to make some fucking money because that place is fucking expensive. Sitting on a fucking... 80 degree pitch. It's just on a fucking vertical cliff wall. Imagine like your parked car is just like, no, fuck, fuck. Parking <laughs> oh, brakes Jesus. is super yeah. pissed the whole time. Like, what <laughs> the fuck? Get... What the... I burned it out again. I'm doing 40 fucking minutes of cardio. Okay. 30 of which is uh, intervals, interval training with high intensities. Mm -hmm. So like hit training, interval shit for 30 minutes and then like a 10 minute cool down basically. At right. a normal pace. So, like, I'm, I'm burning a decent amount of calories doing that shit. Then I do weightlifting on top of that for about 45 minutes to an hour, right? And I see I've been doing that for two weeks. And it's one of those things I have, like, can't tell a fucking difference. I can't, it's not like running's getting any easier. The whole time I'm fucking, when I get to the hit part, I'm like, fuck it, fuck it, fuck you, fuck you, fuck it, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's got to be like. Throwing a cup of water in the bathtub. You're like, all right, that had to do something, right? Yeah. Or, <laughs> or like you you dump a shit ton of an ingredient in a pot of soup or something. You're like, all right, this had to have changed something, right? And you're taking a nope. The fuck? <laughs> I uh, had another idea for a fake ad. Okay. Okay. 
Uh, it, was, it was like a variation on Five Guys. It's going to be like a restaurant that serves everything. You know, they do Chinese, they do burgers, ramen, just whatever. It's gangbang um, buffet. It's run by a bunch of guys named Richard. The restaurant's called Several Dicks. <laughs> <God damn it. laughs> All right, uh, wait, how's it go? How's it go? Give me, give, me your, give me your idea. Can't decide where to go for lunch. Eat several dicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, okay, I like it. They're in the office. You're like, hey, where should we go to lunch? I don't know. I have several dicks you could try. <laughs> exactly. What did you do for lunch yesterday? I just had several dicks. <laughs> Fucking what? You know, I, I was a little... I just got a sampler at several dicks. It's like, I was a little, little peckish, so I chowed down on several dicks. Yeah, just <laughs> pounded several dicks. And don't forget our happy hour of several dicks. You want several dicks delivered to your party? We cater. Your guests will be so happy having several dicks in their mouths. <laughs> Imagine that surprise when they'll be up to their eyeballs and several dicks. God damn it. You better calm your shit down. Give me that shit. You know, that's what he gets for being a dick to me. Gouge my fucking <laughs> eyes out. Fuck up for half a second. I didn't do a ton of shit. I have to get in my fucking angry stance here. Fucking talking all fast. Just sucking face on a fucking bar in Whoa. Covington. Wait, wait, wait. This one's a real one. Oh, shit. And we just hate on fucking everything. Instead of just being like, oh, I fucking hate this. I'll be like, yeah, I like it. Have some class, <laughs> you assholes. It stinks like shit all around it. Get the fuck out of here. No, it's just a pickle. I've always told you. Do that, you motherfucker. This bitch is rude, man. I told you to cut that shit out. It's fucking awesome. You're fucking asshole. And you're funny. God yeah. damn it. The fuck am I even talking about? Hold on. I drove around the block in a Miata once. I look like fucking Bowser in Mario Kart. <laughs> fuck you, license. Like us. No one's calling us or texting us, you piece of shit. Shut shut that shit out. You piece of shit, Dave. And God damn it. God damn it. Just a fucking weird fucking day altogether. Jesus pretty... Christ. Dude, fucking butt ice. That's, That's awesome. fucking cool. Like the first fucking thing yep. I, I've ever seen. We love Walk the fuck out. History or some shit. Uh, Every fucking day. Yeah, well, fucking horses are terrifying. I don't know what the fuck you're doing. You drank fucking chartreuse. Drinking straight chartreuse does not seem like a good no, fucking no, idea. It was not. Far fucking from it. Control your fucking hormones. Fucking fired up now, boys and girls. <laughs> fuck em. I think we fucking nailed it. We're not here to kink shame.